Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 160 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm Chibata. Thought you were going to tell me you were towing a fun line. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe next time. We'll see how it goes. Okay. This episode. We'll see how it rises. This episode is sponsored by Jessica. Thanks, Thanks, Jessica. Jessica. You're just what we needed. Jessica really proves she's a cool listener. (laughs) I don't know. Bread jokes. Wheat. We've got to get started. Schwabels. <laughs> I don't know bread. We're going to yeast bread these kids. Asiago cheese. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. Today we're going to talk about bread. Yeah. <laughs> what Shibata talking about? <laughs> mm. Sarah. I don't, I- <laughs> Anyways, we're going to be discussing the first half of Chapter 23 of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, Christmas on the Closed Ward. Would you say that you sliced this chapter in half? Yes. For sure. I'm the coolest thing since sliced chapters. Sarah's about to get toasted. (laughs) (laughs) Much better. You redeemed yourself. Oh. (laughs) And now I'm mad at Discord. So anyways... (laughs) The chapter's Christmas on the Closed Ward. Make sure you've read that. And I hope you're ready to jingle all the way through the details. <laughs> Christmas, get it? Yeah. Okay, oh, so before we begin, we have a lot of swish news. One would say it's Weekly like profit a Christmas swish. loaf of bread with a lot of things inside of it, you know? like uh, No, I don't. Like fruit? Yeah. Dried fruits? This is very. Depends this is getting very does. Great British Bake Offish. Oh yeah! All right, soggy bottom. That's why my eye twitches. A good bread with lots of fruit in it. It's a lot of good surprises inside. Oh, I like that segment. Uh, I so, mean, segue. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> I just wanted to call me butter because um, I'm on a roll. No. <laughs> no. No more interruptions for breads. Discord, you are grounded. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I wanted to let everybody know that we have some updates coming to our Patreon. So we are just 
changing some things up a little bit. We want to Would give you, you guys some new content. Changing the ingredients. Change the ingredients a little bit. <laughs> Swap up the recipe. <laughs> Swap up the recipe. So we just wanted to let you guys know some of the things that you can look forward to. And all of these are going to start in October. Um, that doesn't mean that everything that we currently do is just going away for September. Everything that is normal uh, is continuing through the end of September. And then if you were to join now, you would still get these things come October. So um, we are officially launching Puff Pastry. Woo! It's going to be a Patreon exclusive. We are also going to be doing YouTube live Q&As. Yeah, it's going to switch off and on. So like one month will be Puff Pastry. The next month will be YouTube live and Q&A. The next month will be Puff Pastry, so on and so forth. Um, we're also going to be launching quarterly themed trivia games. So again, the first one is going to be in October and it's going to be Halloween themed, which is, you this know, is Halloween. perfect timing. Maybe we'll make Halloween bread. Um, and when I bread. say when I say themed trivia and it's Halloween, I don't mean like we're just doing a Halloween trivia. I mean we're doing a Harry Potter Halloween trivia, just so everybody knows it is specifically Harry Potter. However, it's going to be um, a themed version of <clears throat> of a trivia that is Harry Potter related. So the first one up is going to be Halloween, so it's going to land in October. The next one will land in January. So and we might do Christmas. Um, unless we come up with a better plan between now and then. Um, and then also, we're going to be giving patrons early access to our YouTube videos from the Wizarding World. So we're going to be doing like tours of shops. We're going to be doing food reviews. We're going to be, um, I don't know, just like anything that we make a video of at the Wizarding World, Patreon's going to get early access to it before we post it to everybody on YouTube. Um, we're not adding more tiers. Um, we're still capping it how we have it. Uh, these new updates, though, are just going to be spread out throughout our tiers. Um, we don't have everything nailed down quite yet, so look for just look for the details that are going to be coming soon um, for like what levels are going to get what and, and so on and so forth. But I'm super excited for all mm -hmm. these things. Um, Me too. And it's going to be fun. I'm excited to focus on giving you guys more content, like digital content and stuff. That's I mean, that's our bread and butter. We're a podcast. We love doing this kind of stuff. Um, but bread like we just <laughs> bread and butter. We just want to like expand it beyond a podcast. We want to give you guys videos. We want to interact with you guys more. So that kind of stuff. Yes, Sarah. Um, two other things about Patreon. First is we have a poll out right now on our Patreon um, to where we, we have four places we um, want you guys to choose from that we're going to donate our money to this month, so like the month of September. So if you're listening to this after September, the poll has closed and we've already donated the money to whichever one has the um, highest votes obviously that's how it works um and we basically <laughs> did like a voting theme and i think we're gonna do this until through november right like just pick a couple at of least, voting ones yeah i would say at least september and october november we might switch it up because we're not going to be donating until the end of the month so like it, yeah you know it's not um, as prevalent but so prevalent, relevant whatever. we have um 
I'm trying to, I just want to tell you guys like which ones we choose. Like the four, it's um, Rock the Vote is one of them. Um, Black Futures Lab is one. Let America vote and spread the vote. So if you're a patron, like go over there, cast your vote. Um, and then by the end of the month, like I think it closes like the second to last day of, of September. And then we're going to donate a dollar for every patron that we have. And um, then we'll do the same thing again in October with four. Yes. Yeah, so we'll pick another four, um, and then we'll have you guys vote again. So just keep your eyes um, peeled for that stuff. And our second thing is, if you want to get our Phoenix Plus box in January, you have to be signed up by the end of October. um, Yes. To be a Phoenix Plus. And you have to stay through January to get the box. So just... A fun fact. And I, it's gonna we be a good have one, I think. already started working on this next box, and I am super excited about it. It's yeah. going to be. It's probably going to be the just, best one. It's yet, just in a my good opinion. one for <laughs> winter. You know, it's yeah. just a, the pick yeah. me up that we all need in in winter. So I'm super excited. Um, I will give you guys a little sneak peek: is that we potentially might have some collabs in the box. Nothing is set in stone, but we're working on potentially like collabing with some of our favorite people that we've worked with. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited. Yeah. It's going to be so, awesome. So just keep your eyes. So keep your eyes look out for if you want to vote um, for where we donate our money to and then sign up by October to get the box. It's going it's it's gonna gonna to be, be a good one. It's like, going to be a this, good one. This is, if there was ever a time to be a yeah. Phoenix Plus, this is, this is the time. Yeah. So. I can't, like, I can't wait to legitimately get everything in the box. Not that I've ever not wanted something that we've made in one of the other boxes, but I'm just, like, genuinely excited for this stuff. Like, I was really excited for the Mrs. Norris one. Yeah. I'm just always Seems. excited because like we make them. So I get excited like seeing the stuff come to life. Mm-hmm. But like I just like because, you know, this is a new idea in our head and mm-hmm. I am just excited to it's see It's cool it to see to something go from a conversation between the four of us yeah. to actual like physical things. Thing. Yeah. 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 That's it's the best really cool. part. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in your hand. Oh, yeah. man. You like our patrons, like you guys are the reason we're able to do all this cool stuff. So yeah. truly thank you. Uh, Cause it's pretty yeah. fun. What a creative outlet we have. Yeah. And it's fun to like, see you guys Genuinely. get excited about yeah. it. Um, we low yeah. fuel. Yeah. <laughs> we low fuel. This is going to be so another much. box right down the bread box. It's going to be a bread. <laughs> oh my gosh. Bread box. <laughs> perfect. Tiffany, You're welcome. Tiffany coming in with the great puns. We're gonna have a bread box. It's gonna be a bread box. It's gonna come in a bread box. Does Gryffindor win the house cup tonight? Now, can we just win? Can that be everything? I do believe that our head pupils are Hufflepuffs. So. Correct. Oh. Hey, Hufflepuffs oh. are fair. They better be fair. They are fair, but um, also they deserve yeah. to win a house cup. So, you know, Whatever. speaking of breads, we should talk about that one post that was on tumblr about like that knife i think that's on the chat the knife that like um heats up or whatever and then the answers are all like each person it's like oh and this is where you see the four houses of uh hogwarts i almost said the four houses of hufflepuff (laughs) hungry (laughs) really hungry cuddly and sleepy (laughs) jeez uh katie yes ma'am Re 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 cap cap cap. <laughs> oh my god, that was beautiful. That was, that was, that was very cute. Whatever, bread box. 
Bread box. <laughs> oh, why? Oh, why? <laughs> Talk okay. about a stale one. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> Last episode, uh, Harry had a little chat with Sirius, and he told him the whole truth and nothing but the truth about his dream. Harry can't sleep. He's terrified, too. Uh, the whole crew is escorted to Mungo's. Molly, the kids, and Harry get to go see Mr. Weasley. He's alive and well. He just can't take his bandages off, so, you know. The kids are kicked out into the hall so the adults can talk, but Fred and George bust out their extendable ears, and Harry gets some shocking news. Would you say he gets an earful? An earful. <laughs> <laughs> A stringer. You're, you're adorable. <laughs> Oh, so Harry's not feeling too great with the news that he got um, whilst at the hospital. And he really doesn't fight Mrs. Weasley when she tells him to go get some rest. Um, well, Harry just kind of thinks that he tries to run, but then he's confronted by an old picture with a message just for him. Um, and then he avoids everyone for the next, like, day-ish. And then Hermione arrives. And she's literally not taking any of his, like, stuff from him. She's like, dude snap out of it let's have a conversation and she makes him talk to his friend and then Ginny talks some sense into Harry about his situation and this is probably not the first time well this is probably the first time but it won't be the last because I have a feeling that they have to have these conversations a lot constant constant she's like dude I've been married to you this many years and let you name our kids all right let me talk you into something oh my gosh (laughs) Yeah, I let you name our son Albus. Honestly. All righty, Ruski. <laughs> Two slices of bread and some butter. <laughs> she got that from me. Yeah. So Harry's back in his thoughts again, and he's wondered if this was the reason why Dumbledore wouldn't meet his eyes. Did he expect to see Voldemort staring back at him through them? Maybe that his green eyes would change to scarlet with cat-like slits for pupils. Now, I don't remember that little part of Voldemort's eyes. Like, that description. I don't know if I remember cat-like slits. Yeah. But I think I remember, like, you know. The red, I know. The face isn't the average-looking face, sir. What? You've had some work done. It's not what it says, but you know what I mean? Like, I, I remember. <laughs> I don't even know what you just said. <laughs> well, I didn't want to say, like, your face didn't look normal because normal is relative. You know what I mean? Like, I, I did, that's why I didn't want to say that. <laughs> because there might be other. <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying is, like, in the book, I don't think. I think it's, like, known that, like, his he's got work done. You know what I mean? But the eyes, I didn't remember the cat like slits. I, I'm saying, Did everybody I else you. remember that? I don't. I remember I the scarletness no, of them. I just them. remember the red. The red, right? Yeah. yeah. I completely like but forgot now, about the cat likeness of them. I guess now, like, now that I'm remembering. What does snake eyes look like? And everything. Snake eyes. It does look like cat eyes. In, in Are you the trying movie? to make I a mean, dupe out of me? Out of me? <laughs> Everybody's like G.I. Joe snake eyes. I'm like, I don't even know what that means. Snake eyes, oh real. Thank you. Look up on the big TV. Oh, they are Whoa. little slits. Why wouldn't she say snake-like? Some some they snakes have little slits. The eye thing. What is that thing in um, Lord of the Rings? 
Sarma. Except it's Lord of the Rings. Sarma. I bet you she said cat-like just because that's more <laughs> visually known, I would think, than like snake-like eyes. Like, yeah, but if you say snake-like eyes, I'm going to be like, uh, what does that mean? But if you say cat-like eyes, I have a perfect vision in my head of what that looks like. You but know? why does she have to give the cats all the evil people? Except you know, for Mighty. maybe. And McGonagall. All right, never mind. It's two. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, cat eyes. I think it's purely just because that's recognizable. I agree. You know, with you. It's, like, yeah. it, like I, it probably is snake-like, but it's just easy to write cat-like. People immediately well, know what that looks like. They're similar. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I had to Google cat yeah. eyes because I've never looked a cat in the eyes. You're okay. missing out on life. And oh I don't. God. You know, all the cats I've Iggy's ever met eyes. said, "Please." Do not look me in the eyes because <gasps> I am above you. And I said, not yes, Iggy. sir. Oh, I'm telling you. You think Iggy that Iggy is... doesn't think he's better than me? Oh, no. He thinks well, he's better Iggy than everyone. That's what I'm saying. I mean, he's too. But that doesn't I'm mean not he good enough to look, look in his, his eyes. beautiful green eyes. His beautiful green eyes. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're checking off. Well, I don't know if that checks off something on the bingo. <laughs> Talking about cats for sure. B I N G O. I'm bingo just letting everybody who's B- not a patron R- know right B-A-D. now and in Discord that they <laughs> B- created R- a bingo sheet B-A-D. for recording sessions and it's literally the best. So just, you know, so you know, letting everybody know. Anyways, uh, so Harry, thinking about this, has a flashback to Quirrell and Voldemort literally sticking out of the back of his head. And as he's thinking this, he like absentmindedly runs his hand down the back of his head, wondering what it would feel like to have Voldemort burst through the back of your skull. Ugh. Probably not good. No, yeah. That was probably very, very painful. And I don't know why I Googled it that ish, but it was painful. Anyways. So the realization burst over him. He has like the information from the previous months coming towards him. He's the one who's contaminated. He's dirty. He's got COVID. (laughs) It's like he's carrying some deadly germ. He's unworthy of being around innocent people. And he didn't even want to sit on the train and go back to Grimmauld Place from the hospital with everyone. Everyone else has clean minds. They they have clean bodies. They're free from being tainted by Voldemort. Hmm, Harry, think before you think. Quote, he had not merely seen the snake. He had been the snake. He knew it now. And he is so panicked that he's like literally not thinking about like anything practical, magical laws. But like, I think in this section of the book, it really shows you like it kind of sets up Harry for the end of the uh, (laughs) I'm laughing because of the bingo end of like, you know, book seven when you when he just goes. That's a bingo. And I know that's what I'm saying, where he goes and sacrifices himself because he's like, I'm not going to let people i care about because he's like oh, i'll just go back to hogwarts he's in protection mode yeah so he's like i'd rather like go and like be miserable mm-hmm. with the dursleys because like he's thinking like i can't hurt people i care about yeah and he doesn't even care about all the people at hogwarts but he's like doesn't want to hurt them yeah harry's pure he really is so he has another flashback but this time it's like from not too long ago and at this thought his insides were writhing and squirming as if they were filled with serpents Nice little throw in there. Quote, what's he after apart from followers? Stuff he can only get by stealth, like a weapon, something he didn't have last time. What are we talking about? We're at Grimald Place. They're listening in on the Order of the Phoenix meeting. And now Harry has another thought that floors him. 
he believes that he is the weapon. He's the weapon that Voldemort is going to use, and he's already got it in his head that he's possessing him. He's using him as a literal snake. And the thought is almost making him physically sick. Just like Harry, like, you're important, but you're not that, you're not a weapon. Like, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> oh, you're not that important. <laughs> like, you're involved in it. You're involved in all of it. But, like, you're not the weapon. Oh, my goodness. He felt as if poison was coursing through his veins. It was actually chilling him. And he broke out into a sweat. And he started to sway with the train as it moved. And he's continuing to be, like, just deep in his thoughts. So he's thinking, quote, I'm the one Voldemort's trying to use. That's why they've got guards around me everywhere I go. It's not for my protection. It's for other people's. Only it's not working. They can't have someone on me all the time at Hogwarts. I did attack Mr. Weasley that night. It was me. Voldemort made me do it. And he could be inside me listening to my thoughts right now. He is taking this. And uh, does anybody else do this? You you take a situation and you just completely <laughs> run with it in your mind. It's called anxiety. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. This is me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. These are my Every shower thoughts thoughts right yeah. oh this oh. is it always my, happens to me in the shower my thinking all the time my mom recently said something to me and i look back and i'm like yeah it's because i have anxiety of course i'm thinking like oh this 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 worst this, case this. scenarios yeah. uh the someone worst once, thing that could possibly happen someone once told me they're like it's not the actual like thing that gives you anxiety it's just the like, all of the thoughts around it yeah. is what gives you anxiety and, they, and i was like oh my god i just so true it just it makes me feel so bad for him, but this is why Harry's such a relatable character. Because it's like, I feel like most I don't people, laugh. I laugh because like this is my life. Like I, you know, yeah. truly, I have anxiety every single day. Like the last couple of days, my anxiety has been super high. Mm-hmm. So like, I totally get it. So like, yeah, I, I get it. You know what I mean? Are it's you so Tobias Funke sobbing in the shower? As a fact. What? As a fact. Yes. As a fact, I am a never nude. <laughs> Cutoffs. Um. So everyone was watching him and he just shook his head violently just to like stop himself. And he just stared at an advertisement that was on the plane, the plane. No, on the train and automobiles. That was like the plane. I know. Right. <laughs> Dying to get back on a plane. <laughs> Mrs. Weasley presses on and she asks him, oh, wait, no, I missed some stuff. So Mrs. Weasley notices this, right? So she whispers to him. She asks him if, if he's okay. She tells him that he doesn't look well and asks him if he's sick. Everyone's watching him. He said, he shakes his head violently. No, not sick. Probably tried to shake himself up too to stop thinking these thoughts. So she keeps going, quote, you look ever so pale. Are you sure you, are you sure you slept this morning? No, he did not. You go upstairs to bed right now and you can have a couple of hours sleep before dinner. All right. I think that's like another thing to like remember when he's going through all of this because he's running on no sleep. No he sleep, doesn't yeah. eat. Um, and really like those things are vital. Like sleep is vital um, to helping like your mood and your like really your brain. Like I've seen it sleep time and time healing. again, like patients, like if you go a long time without sleeping, you literally get. Um, oh, shoot. What is it called? Um Something with the D that I can't think of, of course. Hold on. Deprivation? No. Um, it's a garbage. Oh, shoot. not you. My internet. <laughs> um, while you're thinking, it'll probably it'll probably jump into your head. Delirium. Okay. 
Same. And like, literally, like <laughs> it's it, it's like people like do you like, like almost they lose have themselves. like episodes like yeah. yeah like it's yeah. i've seen it where like delirious people, delirium. people will literally lose like an entire day because they hadn't slept Ugh. or like That's it awful. happens a lot of times in hospitals because you're moving to like a whole new situation like a whole new room and um it can be very disruptive to you know yeah. your mind your body like mentally physically all of those things um Sleep is important. Eating is important. Well, going off of that, I'm going to pull in a little bit of my educator knowledge thing and the things that we learned. Um, So Maslow has a hierarchy of needs and basically it's like a pyramid shape. And the bottom of the period period, (laughs) the bottom of the pyramid are things that need to be met before other levels of the period. What is wrong with me? Pyramid (laughs) can happen. (laughs) So you have like um, your basic needs, like, Food, water, warmth, rest. Then you have security. You need to feel secure and safe. Then you need, then you can start to build intimate relationships and friends. Then you can go to your esteem needs. So prestige and feeling accomplished. And then the top of the pyramid is the self-actualization. So achieving one's full potential, including creative activity. So if those basic needs at the bottom are not met, the ones that are higher up, like can't really happen. So if you think about like the relationships with the friends and the things like this, like Harry's struggling with that because he's avoiding all of that because mm-hmm. I feel like his, his, he's doesn't have rest. He's not eating. And then he's not feeling secure and safe. And those are the bottom two of the pyramid. But if you think about it, so how old is he right now? He's 15 years old. So mm-hmm. 14, like, however like is it 14 and a half years no it'd be 13 and a half years of his life has been spent without feeling safe without feeling secure with being with the dursleys so like his foundation basically from as far back as he can remember has not been great you know what i mean and so that's going to continually affect you know, everything, you know, and, and that's something that we talk about because he really truly is a product of his environment. And I think if he was raised any differently, he, he wouldn't be so self-sacrificing because he doesn't want people to have to go through what he went through. Like the fact that he's willing to go back to the Dursleys six months early when he knows like they would be furious to have him back Mm -hmm. and they already don't really like him at all. Um, but he's willing to do that to like, make sure nobody around him gets hurt. It's true. So Harry nods to Molly. Yeah, I'll go up. I'll go sleep. He's really ready just like not to talk to other people. So he went straight past the troll leg umbrella stand and into his and Ron's bedroom. Yes. I just wanted to say that we we have little replica troll foot umbrella stands. We do. Sitting right. We don't. Everybody but Sasa well, has one. Well, in Megan each and Katie of the rooms that we are sitting in, we have one. It's true. It's true. So this is where Harry begins to pace. He's not going to bed, you guys. Nope. Up and down, past the two beds, and past the portrait of Phineas Nigellus. Harry's main concern right now is how did he actually become the snake? Was he an animagus? No, he would know that. Was Voldemort one? Yeah, that fits. Quote, and when he's possessing me, then we both transform. That still doesn't explain how come I got to London and back to my bed in the space of about five minutes, though. 
But then Voldemort's the most powerful wizard in the world, apart from Dumbledore. It's probably no problem at all to him to transport people like that. And then, with a terrible stab of panic, he thought, but this is insane. If Voldemort's possessing me, I'm giving him a clear view into the headquarters of the Order of the Phoenix right now. He'll know who's in the Order and where Sirius is, and I've heard loads of stuff I shouldn't have. Everything Sirius told me the first night I was here, there was only one thing... For it, he would have to leave Grimald Place straight away, and he would spend Christmas at Hogwarts with the other students, which would keep them safe over the holidays at least. Kate, I think I think I know he's spiraling, but like mm-hmm. a Dumbledore wouldn't let him just like walk around or be in the Order of the Phoenix in the headquarters if he clearly knows something's going on with Voldemort. Right? We know that. Mm-hmm. So, like, why wouldn't Harry be like, wait, like, I'm clearly okay. Dumbledore wouldn't just, like, let me be around people or walking around at school if I was a danger. But again, he's fine. He's not, he is, like, literally not thinking clearly right but now. But he yeah. hasn't. How long has it been since he slept? Because he didn't really sleep mm-hmm. the night before. So right. you're going over 24 hours with no sleep. You're not More wrong. than. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and he hasn't eaten because. Mm-hmm. He needs some sleeping draft. Yes. He really, yeah. truly, he needs. He needs some good I'm sleep. I'm kind of surprised Molly didn't, like, offer it or something. Yeah. Well, I, here's my thing. Like, I don't know. Potion. I only know this from, like, real world experience and, like, working in a hospital setting when I have had patients that truly, like, have not slept for days. And really what they need is, like, a couple of good nights rest sleep. Because the, another thing is, like, a lot of times older people can get their days and nights mixed up. And that just throws a whole nother wrench into the whole delirium thing. And if um, there are some medications that can make them sleep, but it's not an actual like good, healthy quality. I don't want to say healthy, but like a good quality sleep that's going to help them. Cause really like you need, you you need to maybe, and I don't know if in my mind, it's kind of similar with like a sleeping drought. Like, yeah, you're going to sleep, but like, is it going to be like a good restful sleep? You know what I mean? I don't know. I just remember like Dumbledore giving it to Harry after the maze. Uh, after the Triwizard, right? Yeah, after the maze. Yeah. <laughs> but also, maybe they just don't have any there. You know what I mean? Because, like, what potions would Sirius also, have? Also, I wonder how hard that is to make. Yeah. Or if yeah. it's expensive. Yeah, and if it goes wrong, True. you know, what, what that could do to you, you know? True. Sleeping True. beauty situation. Or even, like, you know, some. Well, good thing Ginny's there to wake him up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so Harry's thinking about going back to Hogwarts and just spending Christmas there. But then, so this is his mind just like, it's just reeling and going so fast. And then he thinks he can't do that because there's ton of, tons of innocent people there too. It's like the Chamber of Secrets all over again, right? Oh. That comes up in my So party. naturally Does he it? decides... Yeah. To go to the place where he doesn't care about the people. <laughs> Let me get possessed here. Nobody cares. Well, maybe he's also thinking like nobody, like no one's going to go to the Dursleys because like it's literally the worst. Right. <laughs> so I just said it's like Chamber of Secrets, Harry all over again because he thinks he's the bad one. Right. Mm. He's led to believe that like he's the one that's the dark lord you know what i mean yeah so he needs to leave Poor and he needs, he's gotta go back to private drive we're going to we're going to private drive okay 
So he would just have to cut himself off from the wizarding world entirely. He shuts the lid of his trunk. He locks it. He's going to grab Hedwig, but he remembered that she's still at Hogwarts. And he was halfway to the door and he heard a voice running away. Are we? Can you do that in a um, Mr. Black accent? Who's Mr. Black? I know that's not his name, but you mean that's what I Nigel's? want to call him. Oh, oh I got it, I got it. Running away, are we? <laughs> <laughs> I think that suits him. I feel like he's very droll. I agree. With people. Yeah. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Snape Potter. is the best headmaster this school has ever seen. They're in I the forest. I think he himself. He would be the best headmaster. <laughs> <laughs> eh, who knows? He probably knew he sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Let's listen to Phineas and Ferb. What's up, dude? I've never watched that show. Dude. Uh, so, yeah, boy, Phineas is back. <laughs> yeah, boy. Harry is quite short with him at that point, though, and just goes, not running away, no. Um, and I say Phineas uh, definitely is quite the Slytherin here, but I do kind of like that he does this because... He like, yes, he's he's saying pretty like snarky things to Harry in this moment. But like it really does. um, I think it kind of like grounds Harry in the moment for a second and is Mm -hmm. like, hold up. What am I doing? Yeah. Uh, It really kind of reminds me of when Harry really let Remus hear what he thought in seven Mm -hmm. when they were at Grimald Place. Yeah. 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 I like that. Uh, just some facts in a really mean way. But, but like, yeah, I don't yeah. think what he's saying is mean. I just is like, I think he's just being blunt. Who? Yeah. Phineas. Phineas. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, and sure. like it's, Harry, it's, Harry was trying to hurt Remus for sure, but he was trying to like make him be like, wake up. Well, dude. I think that's, I think he was just being super blunt and being like, dude, like, Where's like my car? He, like he knows, <laughs> he knows that like in that situation with Remus, like he really truly needed like a big wake up call, kind of like a, you know, water ice cold water in your face or like mm, yes know. um but i think with this situation like he's almost doing like a little bit of reverse psychology on harry being like i'm gonna yeah. call you out in your gryffindor ness mm-hmm. um and i wonder like if this is how he was like as a headmaster with like students and like he might have been like a little like blunt and groff and whatever with them but he was probably effective yeah yeah i agree Yeesh. um so harry harry's being what I like to say, Harry, right now in this moment. This is just a very hairy thing to do. Um, but Phineas goes, I thought that to belong in Gryffindor House, you were supposed to be brave. It looks to me as though you would have been better off in my own house. We Slytherins are brave, yes, but not stupid. For instance, given the choice, we will always choose to save our own necks. Yes. This is after Harry has gone and put the hat back on and was like talking about being a Slytherin. He didn't want to be a Slytherin, right? Yes. Like he did you mean, that before. You mean what? Oh, in two, that was in two. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So obviously Phineas heard this. So he's probably being like, I'm just going to mm-hmm. say things that he really doesn't want to hear. Be like, oh, you'd be a much better Slytherin. I know yeah. you've always thought that like you should have been put in that house and you shouldn't be long in Gryffindor. And I'm just going to prove that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And he's oh going to prove you right. You're welcome, Katie, for blowing your you mind. You just blew her Thank mind. You, Sasa. Um. 
She bombarded my brain. Oh. Um, so this strikes a nerve with Harry. And I said as it should, because really Harry is not saving his own neck here. Um, but Phineas continues, oh, I see. This is no cowardly flight. You are being noble. Mm-hmm. And Harry just ignores him. But Phineas then says something that Harry has, I think, deep down, really been wanting. Yeah. But he has a message from Dumbledore. Um, and the message is pretty short and to the point and just is stay where you are um so my question is how long do you think it takes for phineas to get from one portrait to the other like was this an immediate reaction and then he like ran his little way back to dumbly and was like hey albus what up harry's about to leave he's about to skadoodle what should I do? Or does he not care? Because, like, honestly, I don't really think that he does care. But also, he's supposed to listen to Dumbledore, like all the other portraits were yelling at him in the previous chapter. So, like, if Dumbledore told him he needs him to do this, then I would think that he's, like, obligated to do it. I yes. think I think part of it is I think the reason Phineas was like not doing it was because, like, maybe he's one of those types of people, like, he now has an audience and he didn't want to do it whatever the first time like he's Mm -hmm. more likely to listen when it's just Dumbledore in the office yeah um but I had always just assumed that Dumbledore like had a feeling like because he just knows Harry you know and Harry would after finding this out would run but again I guess it makes sense though to think that like Phineas saw and heard and then boot scoot and boogied over there um and then jingled his way all the way back to be yeah. like Dumbledore said this bro yeah because like I mean I guess I like the idea that like Dumbledore would just know but also like how I feel like I feel like Dumbledore's all-knowing because of his connections a lot of the times mm-hmm. like he probably does have some like premonitions and in, in the idea that like yeah I know this quote whatever that means but I do feel like a lot of his information and stuff comes from just the fact that he has so much like intel I guess around him you know what I mean like he has all those portraits to like utilize and help him at all times and who knows where the other connections are like there's hundreds of portraits on those walls you know but also thinking like who knows besides the kids that Harry listened to that or does Dumbledore like figure like, oh, they listened in because like, how are they to know that for sure? You know what I mean? Like, does Molly know? Because she just keeps saying like, oh, you don't I really look well. Doesn't. Like, you need to go sleep. You know what I mean? Um, but like Fred, George, Ron, Jenny, they're the only ones, that, only other ones that know that Harry knows this until yeah, Hermione gets in the picture. But that's because she talked to the kids. Yeah. So I don't know. I could see it both ways. Yeah. And then I also said, like, was it a coincidence that Harry's room at Grimald Place happened to be the room that had Phineas's portrait in it? And I say no. Mm. I'm sure that that was decided upon, but without giving too much away in terms of why Mm. he needed Harry in that room. But I bet you there Mm. was some sort of like, I got to kind of coerce you into being in this room because I need Phineas. um, I need the connection with Phineas's portrait. Do you think just to that keep an Phineas, eye on him? Mm-hmm. Do you think like even if he's like in the portrait in Dumbledore's office, he can hear? I bet the he other can. Portrait? Maybe that's it. I bet he could if he like yeah. tuned into it. So maybe Dumbledore asked him to tune into it whenever he can, and he just happened to like hear what was going on. You know? Yeah. yeah. Maybe Otherwise, there's he'd be, like, like something down in his frame. 
<laughs> I just had always assumed he was just like waiting in the shadows or like in the other portrait. But like maybe there's like a way of like um I like to think that there's like a, a way for them to or something hide where, like, behind their frames. You know, you can always like it's one of those things where like you it's always in the back of your head and if you're not really paying attention, like you don't have to you can tune it like out. it's background noise. Yeah, yeah. And then like all of a sudden like this it's is like really Edward random. Yes, I just read that because I started that book. I, I shouldn't have not read that. But I was gonna say my Were mom's you? ear ticks. And I if you oh, it to yeah. her, then she's going to hear it. But all that, like, it's ticked her whole life. Um, so, but she, like, if she doesn't think about it, she won't hear it. Right. Yeah. So, like, maybe it's just one of those things where, like, if until Dumbledore asks him, like, hey, like, just kind of listen in, then he'll start listening in more. Yeah. But it's always back there. But half the time, yeah. there's no one in that room anyway, so, like, it doesn't really matter. So maybe he, like, all of a sudden, like, hears something, hears Harry come in. And then goes and peeks and he's like, oh, dude's packing up. And then he goes and tells Dumbler, your dude's packing up. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, yeah, tell him to stay where he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this simple message from Dumbledore frustrates Harry because he's just like, well, what else did he say? Why? Why should I stay? But of course, Dumbledore gave no other answer is just... And Phineas is just like, um, I told you everything he said. Doesn't he call him adult? <laughs> yeah, he calls mm-hmm. him adult. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Harry is mad. Like, mad. Um, and I'm going to read from the chapter because I just think that it is said well. So Harry's temper rose to the surface like a snake rearing from long grass. He was exhausted. He was confused beyond measure. He had experienced terror, relief, and then terror again in the last 12 hours. And still, Dumbledore did not want to talk to him. So what is it? So that's it, is it? He said loudly. Stay there. That's all anyone could tell me after I got attacked by those dementors, too. Just stay put while the grown-ups sort it out, Harry. We won't bother telling you anything, though, because your tiny little brain might not be able to cope with it. Um, You know, said Phineas Nigellus, even more loudly than Harry, this is precisely why I loathed being a teacher. Mm -hmm. Young people are so infernally convinced that they are absolutely right about everything. Has it not occurred to you, my poor puffed up popinjay, that there might be an excellent reason why the headmaster of Hogwarts is not confiding every tiny detail of his plans to you? Have you never paused while feeling hard done by to note that following Dumbledore's orders has never led you into harm? No, no. Like all young people, you are quite sure that you feel alone and think you alone recognize danger. You alone are the only one clever enough to realize what the Dark Lord may be planning. Um, yes, Tiffany. If you want to know what a popinjay is, it's a vain or conceited person, especially one who dresses or behaves extravagantly, or it's a parrot. Oh. <laughs> or it's a parrot interesting or it's a parrot Um, or it's a parrot what's a parrot so what's a parrot shut up shut up (laughs) (laughs) i i just i totally get harry's frustrations yeah um but i also really do kind of appreciate phineas's bluntness here like has following dumbledore's orders ever led you into harm so far, no. Okay, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but he's, but he's completely right. He really is right. Like, and and yeah. Phineas knows. 
probably a lot more that's going on than we even realize because he is in Dumbledore's office at all times. Mm -hmm. And um, he knows that there's plans that are happening on both ends of this conflict. And I think that um, he really is like giving Harry good advice here, even though he's doing it in a mean way. I here's my thing. I don't know if I would say I would just say that's blunt. And I think that a lot of yeah. people I know I get a lot of flack and I've been called mean because I'm very blunt. And sometimes my delivery is not always the greatest, but like I don't mean to be mean. You know what I mean? Like I'm just yeah. honest. So like he's just telling him like it is. And he's like, you know what? Uh, you I think is like someone that, you know, was an educator for all of those years and a headmaster and all of those things. Like he's not, he's just going to tell it like it is, you know what I mean? And that I think is his personality. So like, I don't think it was mean. He's just being bluntly honest. He also just delivered it in kind of a Slytherin way. And I'm Mm. okay with saying that because I'm the Slytherin and like, (laughs) honestly, he he could have been kinder. We like we know everything that Harry has gone through. Um, you know he's still a kid. He clearly has PTSD from multiple things at this point. And like yes, of course, Phineas could have talked to him kinder, but um, that's really just not who Phineas is. I mean, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest, Phineas really doesn't even care about this situation and he's thrust into it because he has a portrait in Dumbledore's office and he has a portrait in Grimald place where Harry is. So I feel like, um, he really is frustrated about being the middleman right now anyway. Well, and I think part of it, Bev brought up like people using like quote kid gloves around Harry. Like, Really, like, if you want, like, he's just, he, I don't know, he's just being honest. And maybe his delivery wasn't the greatest, but, like, is he wrong? You know what I mean? Sometimes I feel like it takes the bluntness to shake someone. I agree. Away. Harry needs that. You know what I mean? He's yeah. cl- He's clearly, like, Katie, you said it perfect before, he's spiraling, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's not thinking the way that he should he knows someone personally who has actually been possessed by Voldemort and he's not even seeking them out for advice because he's trying to take it all on himself and be but like, I think mm-hmm. part of it is he's just literally not thinking he's thinking right he's, he's spiraling and so what f- I'm I'm not knocking Phineas and I jealous for this at all I think he did what was necessary I agree yeah. I, I think I think if it had been anybody else and not even anybody else, but I think that, yeah, some, some people, um, and it's not a bad thing. Uh, don't, don't take well to having like someone this direct, you know what I mean? Yeah. S- but with Harry, like he needs that in this moment where like, you literally need to stop for a second. You honestly, he needs some sleep. We could talk about that for hours. You need some sleep. You just need to, you know, sleep in a snack, man. Think about, yeah, you need to yeah, sleep and you need each. to eat. Um, I think um, I think, too, in the chat, Chelsea and Vinny said things that I completely agree with. So Chelsea said, I don't picture Phineas having the ability to use kid gloves ever. He's yes. just you yeah. know, kind of a weird comparison, but he's kind of like the Grinch pre heart growth. He really is like he just um, um, 
Do you want me to quote the movie? He's just not really a kind <laughs> person. And and like some people just aren't. And what? But what about him right now is being unkind? I just think he's, I don't know. To me, it's just being very blunt and very honest. And I think that there's maybe the name calling. Maybe the pop that pop and jazz. Yes. The name calling is yeah. like, un- yeah. There's, okay. there's what you get. But like, I don't know. The he rest of it, said I think, it slightly is... differently. I agree that like it's okay to be blunt. It's just yeah, there were some things that he said that it's like mm, you're just being a little bit I angry. Think, but I think it's his delivery too. Yeah, like, and then Vinny also said if I was dead and had to live in eternity as a painting, I would be blunt as well. Which thousand percent, <laughs> I agree. Like Phineas, I think probably is just kind of over it sometimes. You know. So anyway, Harry says then. Oh, so he is planning something. But then Phineas is like, yo, I'm not a part of this. I got to go. I got things to do. And Harry then yells at Phineas to tell Dumbledore thanks for nothing, which I am kind of curious. Do you think Phineas uh, relays that message? Like direct quote? Probably. (laughs) I don't know. I bet he's like, "Uh, by the way, the Potter kid said thanks for nothing, Dumbledore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, so then another quote from the book, he felt he had journeyed miles and miles. It seemed impossible that less than 24 hours ago, Cho Chang had been approaching him under the mistletoe. And I just want to pause here and say, I feel like this is to ground us to realize how much has happened in such a short period of time, Mm -hmm. because I like at this point when I was rereading this, I'd already forgotten that that was like less than a day ago. Seriously. You know, it's like, okay, the night before that happened, he goes back, they have their little conversation about the emotional range of a teaspoon. And then he has this dream and then they go to Grimald place. They wait to be able to go visit Mr. Weasley overnight. Yeah. Yeah. Like it is just such a long day for him. Um, so continue Harry. I know. Um, He was so tired. He was scared to sleep, yet he did not know how long he could fight it. Dumbledore had told him to stay. That must mean he was allowed to sleep. But he was scared. What if it happened again? He was sinking into shadows. Um, So he did drift into sleep. And as soon as he did, he was dreaming again. And it was I liked this correlation. Um, It said it was as if a film in his head had been waiting to start. So as soon as he had drifted to sleep, he was immediately walking down a deserted corridor towards a plain black door, past rough stone walls, torches, and an open doorway into a flight of stone steps leading downstairs on the left. This is very specific. Um, but anyway, I just I like I, I can't wait till we get to the point when we're we're going to the Department of Mysteries to like kind of compare like is this exact but yeah you know yeah he knew that he wanted to go into that door but he couldn't get through there was something in there he wanted with all his heart a prize beyond his dreams so i said was voldemort actually there in that moment or do we think he was just thinking about that door in that corridor was he like reliving a memory reliving nagini's memory of going down there or was Voldemort actually there? I don't you know? think Voldemort don't think was actually there. there. I don't think Voldemort stepped Ever. into the ministry until the end of five. And then after that, never did, even when he was essentially minister for magic. Yeah. 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 He he had no point. He had more important things yeah. to do, like, you know, get a wand and 
True. It's too dangerous for him to be there right now. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think he's just obsessed. Yeah. Um, so Ron then comes up and through the door tells him that dinner's ready. Um, but then also says something along the lines of like, you know, if you don't want to come down, that's fine. You can just stay. Yes. Um, <laughs> Bev, sour ding dough wants to know, <laughs> could Voldemort be dreaming too? I'm thinking that's interesting. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I like, like that. maybe <laughs> I can't picture because of the Voldemort game, like sleeping. Well, does he have a little blankie? Do snakes does sleep? he cuddle with does a he, pillow? Does he have like um like I legitimately picture him sleeping in like a coffin? Does he have like a security <laughs> plushie? Not a vampire like a god. <laughs> what did you say? I said, does he have a little like stuffy, like a little stuff? He probably sleeps in a bread box. No, he yeah. probably sleeps with the real Nagini. <laughs> Maybe maybe Nagini wraps herself around Voldemort and Bellatrix every night. Oh my gosh. Okay, first of all, no. (laughs) Second of all... Go ahead. No, this blog is called Life is Short but Snakes are Long. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would think that he sleeps in a bread box. Oh Oh my my god. No. Always wear cute pajamas to bed because you never can do Maybe he sleeps dreams. inside the toaster where it's nice and warm. But he is oh human. Oh And so remember that? Yes. What do his pajamas look like? Voldemort's? Yeah. Oh, God. He probably wears a sleep shirt like uh, Mr. Scrooge. I bet it's not. Oh, I was thinking exact. I was thinking he probably has a night dress like. Mr. Rose from Shoots Creek. That's not the issue. It is so hard (laughs) for me to think of him doing like human like things. I know. Here's the thing: like he is, he is mortal. Like right to eat, but isn't it? Isn't it so hard to think about him doing these things? Yes, Uh, it's weird. I think he wears like 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 does Voldemort poop? I was just thinking, like, I wonder if he has like a royal (laughs) like throne. (laughs) <laughs> tush wiper <laughs> all the way down to a tush um <laughs> does why does are you thinking about you know who and you should Voldemort be thinking about eat you breakfast know who? Like, i feel like he, he skips like, it does he eat a he's meal does he eat about salads it. he calls his he probably eats he's children's like, dreams souls with me? and a bowl with their tears oh my god I like cream of wheat. We can't tell him. We can't uh, say he's eating cream. I, I like cream of wheat. Too. Hate cream of wheat. What are you eighty? You gotta eat it. It. it the so way Meg. You have to no. eat it the way I eat it. I, I hate the you. consistency of it. That is some geriatric stuff. I don't. I, I <laughs> no. I, I eat bacon and eggs for breakfast. Like I had an egg sandwich today. Geriatric. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't think care. it is when you put butter and sugar on it. <laughs> no, they eat that. I fed it to a to an older person a time or two. Oatmeal. Wait, I think he I'm eats souls you, for breakfast. With butter. Brandon said that no. he eats strictly tomato sauce. Oh, that is good. Yeah, I'm not going to no, do Sydney that. No, he said that. Sydney. He just oh, eats sorry, sorry, onions. Ogres are like onions. <laughs> I don't do you know. Think what he eats like a onion? snake does. So he like. Swallows. He only has to eat like once a month. (laughs) Right. I feel like that is definitely more his style. He only eats once a month. That sounds Voldemort-esque. It does. It does. Your face is perfect for my feelings of him eating like a snake does. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 
where did I leave off here? Who hmm. knows? Okay, Ron comes up to tell him that dinner is ready through the door, but he doesn't have to come down if he doesn't want to. Um, but Harry just ignores him and doesn't go down because he thinks in his head, Ron wouldn't want to be alone with me after hearing what Moody said and probably notice neither does anybody else. Um, which, like... Uh, again, this is anxiety. This is Correct. Harry's anxiety, a thousand percent. He's making up scenarios. None of this is true. If he would literally just go and talk to any of them, like Hermione's about to force him to in a little right. bit here, like he, like he would never, he would not need to have these thoughts because they're just not true. So easier um, said than done. A thousand percent. I like totally get it. Like, I have anxiety too, but like I just like sometimes, and I sometimes I like kind of snap Katie out of her anxiety, and I'm just like, stop it. And sometimes that's dude, what you need, and like yeah. that's kind of what Hermione does to him, you know. But mm -hmm. um, we'll get to that. Well, I think it's um, more so that him having a conversation with his friends and her being like, stop it. Wow, well, because that's never worked for me. Someone being like, I'm gonna take tell a deep you, breath. Stop oh, it. Somebody yeah. I follow posted a thing about what not to say to people who have anxiety or go through going through like a particular like yeah. attack Stopping calm down pure. doesn't work yeah <laughs> I'm sorry pure. if i could i would <laughs> yeah anyways things um yeah. and stuff so he then figured that dumbledore had set phineas to watch over him in case he attacked somebody else which again i don't think is the case i'm kind of thinking in my head that like um He's probably set Phineas there to potentially just be privy to like Harry's dreams or something, or if he's speaking in his dreams or something like that, so that Dumbledore can can maybe um, see into what he's seeing to kind of get an idea of maybe. I mean, honestly, that could be like a little gateway into like what uh, you know what Voldemort is thinking about or something like that. Yeah. So the feeling of being unclean in Harry's mind intensifies, and he half wishes that he'd not obeyed Dumbledore instead. If this was how life was going to be in Grimald Place from now on, maybe he would be better off in Privet Drive after all. That's a low mm. spot for Harry. I know. Like, if yeah, if you think Privet Drive would be better than right. anything. And, and what sucks is that, like, again, the only reason why he's thinking these things. I just think that this is such a good example of, like, how 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 damaging anxiety can be to somebody. And the fact that he's having these thoughts and making himself feel so low because of his anxiety. And I feel like a lot of people don't talk about that. A lot of people, you know, a lot of people actually say that like anxiety doesn't exist. Like uh, panic attacks aren't real, all of that uh, stuff. And it's like, okay, you know, I wouldn't wish that on people, anyone, but let me no. tell you a says panic attack. Not fun. I've only no. ever had like one. Oh, I've, they're freaking I've had, terrible. Like, one. It sucks. Yeah. It's terrible. No. So, yeah. Ugh. And I think mine was mild, as horrible as it was. I'll never forget my first one. I was a freshman in high school. Um, I was going to say something, and I don't recall what it was. Oh, I think not only, like, obviously, we've talked about him having, having anxiety, um, but, like, he doesn't know how to deal with all of these emotions anyways. You know what I mean? With, like, growing up with families that didn't care about him mm -hmm. um and then the whole ptsd so it's like a whole barrage of like he just needs he needs someone to talk to you know what i mean i don't know if they have mind healers but ooh, mind healers yeah have a conversation yeah. talk it out now talk it out now talk it out now talk it out yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
That's all I got. Sorry. Oh, okay. I'm done. Sorry. <sighs> I was like, uh. <laughs> You're giving me time to yawn. It's all good. Sorry. So the next morning, everyone else in Grimmauld Place is busy putting up Christmas dire- directions. This is how you get to Christmas. <laughs> Christmas decorations. Um, and Harry thinks to himself, like, this is the best mood he's ever seen Sirius in. Or maybe heard him in, because I don't think he really sees anybody right now. Because Sirius is singing Christmas carols. He's, like, super stoked to have company for Christmas. Um, But Harry was sitting alone in the empty drawing room. Is this where they draw all the chairs? Yes, thousand percent. Awesome. With an apple pencil. (laughs) What are they using? A pen, a pencil, a a marker. That's the room where all of Tiffany's apple pens go that a lot of steals. (laughs) Dude, I cannot made. tell you how fast her toddler hands snatched that out of my box. The box. <laughs> Tiffany needed a new pencil. I did. I'm going to use it for teaching. Cute. I'm going to project a phone down and use my iPad as a whiteboard. Are you going to break some bread with these students when you start teaching? Leave me alone. You didn't get my need comment. <sighs> <laughs> no i just thought you were being no, a snack <laughs> don't make her rise sarah don't make oh rise. katie <laughs> <laughs> don't be crusty <laughs> hey at yeast we got some jokes in us no <laughs> <laughs> i don't know breads <laughs> why <laughs> Why are you doing this to us? I will not <laughs> toast you. <laughs> you smell like burnt oh toast. <laughs> Sarah's. <laughs> oh my God. So Mrs. Weasley calls up for him softly uh, around lunchtime, <laughs> but he just kind of like retreats further upstairs and ignores her. He just like doesn't want to be around anybody. Um, Mm. But around six o'clock, the doorbell <laughs> rang. Cue Mrs. Black screaming her racist head off. Whoa. And Harry <laughs> assumed that it was Mundungus or another order member. So he just like got more comfortable against the wall of Buckbeak's room, trying to ignore how hungry he felt as he fed Buckbeak dead rats. Because That's dead rats totally make you feel hungry, right? I'm still having my having. <laughs> <laughs> Um, someone was hammering on the door a few minutes later and it was Hermione asking him to come out. She wants to talk to him. And he's like, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be with your parents, skiing with her parents. Um, shoop, apparently shoop, it's not shoop. really her thing. And she said, but don't tell Ron that. I told him it's really good because he kept laughing so much. <laughs> it is. It is odd when you think of it. <laughs> a little what? Bit, yeah. Skiing? Let me strap this to my foot and go down this gigantic to hill. Me, and I'm not knocking people that snowboard, but to me, we've skiing, already had this conversation, haven't we? Skiing is yeah. way better than snowboarding. Oh my god, like it makes more sense. No your feet are man. your feet need to be no. free on two separate things. No, you got poles no. in your hands. You're just saying that because you don't know how to ski. Oh my lord. No, I'm saying that because it makes less sense. I will just say that whilst every <laughs> time I've ever skied in my life, I very rarely see snowboarders actually snowboard. Wow. Um, but I see skiers ski. Wow. Throwing Sarah, daggers. How many left times and right. do you need to throw the shade at snowboarders about yeah. chilling on the hill? Okay. Yeah. I mean, she's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't your tush get cold? 
No, you've got so many say, layers on. If you're uh-uh. not wearing snow pants when you're snowboarding, get out. That's part of the look. Okay, you sit in See, your snow like, pants. I, with all right, doing Sarah's dad wore jeans <laughs> this is, throughout my entire no. high school. When I until skied. Marty bought him a pair of stinking snow pants. No, literally, my oh entire my high school. Like every time I was in ski club, I only wore jeans, and I was like, "Well, what if I fall?" My dad's advice to me was, "Then don't fall." Oh my god. god. I'm not lying. So I would wear tights and then I'd wear jeans and I it was fine. Because half the time I'd get so warm anyways that I would like unzip my jacket and I'd be like there's a picture of me somewhere like flying down like the hill with my jacket billowing behind me because I unzipped it because I was so hot. Oh why didn't boomerang exist then? That would have been awesome. <laughs> it's like um, Snape flying through the air out the window at Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Um Hermione says that her parents were a little disappointed, but she told them that everyone who's serious about their OWLs is staying at Hogwarts to study. One, a lie. Um, and two, do you ever think they get, like, I think we've talked about this before, do you think they ever get upset with how many Christmases she spends at Hogwarts instead of going she, home? She says they're disappointed, so yeah. yeah. I mean, they think so, but at the same time, like, I think they know how their daughter is. Her. Yeah, yeah. we're like, like how, how, how much, I how think studious she is, how much it means to her to be at Hogwarts. Um, and it's but one of those things like as a Hogwarts, the liar. Correct. But I think as parents, they're like, <laughs> they, they want to do what's best for Hermione and they don't know what's going on so much. So like, they think what's best for her is like for her education th- and being, I think they parent a little bit differently than we see parents in the series. Yeah, so what parents agree. do we see? Molly and Arthur, right? We see how, not the the Grangers aren't family oriented, but we it's just different parenting styles, mm-hmm. different freedoms that the children have. Mm-hmm. Um, I and would different personalities without with like within those kids, like Bill and Charlie. Like how often do we see them come home? But you know her littles that are still under her roof. Yeah, you best believe. Well, like, and I think too, part of it might be like, we don't know exactly how Hermione's family is, like what their normal right. Christmases are. So but like, they, I mean, but they're they traveling, are you know what so. I mean? So they are going places. So maybe like yeah. they're, they're used to just being the three of them. Mm-hmm. And then they've only ever had Hermione. So like majority of the time they aren't with her. Um, and so maybe they're just, they're, they're more, they've made, it seems like they, she's very independent. Um, and they've raised her to be very independent and not to say that obviously they want to spend time with their kid, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like she, she, they only know what she's telling them. Right. right. Mm, and I'm sure it's not everything. Correct. <laughs> but like I wouldn't. And even Dean mentions that he's like, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't tell my, like, I didn't tell my parents about this, especially if they're muggles. Yes. And so they don't that totally understand just... everything. It weirds me out that there's not better communication with Muggle parents because, like, but like, what is? But they the don't. But the, 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 the ministry doesn't. What their parents know, just blows my mind. The ministry doesn't care. Let's just be well, straight like about ministry, that. No, like at this point in time, everything that's come out with like Voldemort and all of these things, if it, it would probably come from the ministry, you know what I mean? Or like if it they're trying to be even coming send, from the school, correct? It but if they're be, sending, and I here's feel the like thing: the only reason why if, wizard parents are more informed is because they're aware of what's going on in the wizarding nobody world. Nobody knew about like, the basilisk. Know. We don't know. Archer. Who's getting mad about that? But hold on, let's talk about this legitimately. So after fourth book, fourth year, whatever. He's back. The only reason that Molly and Arthur know, because those are really the only parents we see, are because they're of in the order. They're, they're in, in the, the order. order. They're being told they're very close with Harry. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so then everyone else knows all the hullabaloo of their wizards of, from what's in the paper. You know what I mean? So 
what if like say the school was supposed to send stuff out like the ministries probably if they're trying to send that to um muggle parents like they're probably watching every single thing so they're only getting information that the ministry wants the muggle parents to know anyways i don't know if this is true this is just what i'm thinking but also like hermione's not going to tell him that tell them that um but using the line of like she really is wants to is serious about her studies like she's always been a very studious person you know she read all of those books before even starting so like her Mm -hmm. parents are used to her doing that doing her work and like all of those things so like they get it because they're like we raised our daughter to be this person that works hard but they just don't know what they don't know you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and who knows what what hogwarts has tried to send out if they've tried to send out anything and so like if you think about it too if they are trying to send stuff out the ministry might be observing you know going through the mail and like what they're sending out so they're not letting any real true information that has to do with Voldemort out to the muggle parents and they still like students parents might like wizard ones also are getting all of that other information of don't listen to Dumbledore he's crazy he's getting kicked off all of these things Harry's crazy so they're getting it more more in quote information from the ministry and from the paper where all of that is lies but like you know what i mean so it's hard to say you have to also think about what how everything has been like compounded over the years so in two they kicked him out dumbledore that is Mm -hmm. you know and that's like bad press anyway Mm -hmm. three hires a werewolf for a teacher all that craziness happens at the school at the end of the year four Cedric is dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Barty Crouch is murdered on the grounds. It's just, it's not a whole lot of good things. And, and really we don't be, and being the general public hearing these things, like, and not understanding, you would probably think things were, we also don't see a ton until Rita Skeeter's in that picture of what's really in the profit. You know what I mean? We get little snippets Everybody and then probably we get thinks- introduced to her and then we get more information of what the paper's actually printing. You know what I mean? Um, Hogwarts is pretty much a dumpster fire according to the daily profit. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, but, but at the same yeah. time, like those, this is like a true instance where like you really need to like watch where you're getting your sources from or what your sources are, or, or are they actually pr- like telling, like real correct things you know what i mean are they or are they giving you like lies like you have to figure that out in the wizarding world at this point in time like uh, some of them just don't know who to believe do they believe what happens at hogwarts and like what is going on and voldemort's back or do they believe their ministry and the paper and and that's something that can be difficult you know what i mean to wrap your head around that like because, like, think of Percy. He doesn't. He does not see the ministry as being corrupt right now. So the fact that his father nearly died and he doesn't even go see him. Oof. Mm-hmm. Oh, Percy. I also have no idea what I've talked about. Yeah, so I don't. Hopefully, either. it all makes sense. Yeah, I can't even. <laughs> I literally can't even hear you over the sound of the pumpernickel. <laughs> You're trying to pull out all of these. <laughs> These, uh, I don't know, bread. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, bread. Why are you even, why are you even Ryan? Ryan. <laughs> Google's breads. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a pedo, Tiff. I wonder what She's we'll talk gluten. about next. She's a gluten you know for punishment. <laughs> <laughs> Her- Harvest. 
he's rustic. <laughs> oh my gosh. 50 best breads of the world. Thank you, CNN oh Travel. Gosh. Tiffany, don't be sad because you got Nan. <laughs> That's bad. All right. Peter! We, we need a new Gryffindor host. That's fine. Bingo. Yeah, broke ours. yeah she's kicked out. Bagels. <laughs> Pretzels. I'm just Shibata. like look, thinking back to all my bake off knowledge. Papusas! Yes. You're literally screaming. Sorry. Bingo. <laughs> Baguette. Ooh. Baguette. Where was I? I don't know. Oh, I found Baguettes. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hashtag so- puffs reference. Oh yeah, <laughs> soda bread. I'll stop. No, please never do. One a penny, so, two a penny. <laughs> Spons. Oh, I'm literally God. stopping. I apologize. No, you're totally fine. Uh, Hermione takes Harry, not Ron, takes Harry to Ron's room. Mrs. Weasley had lit a fire in there and sent up sandwiches. Pause. Every time they they say anything about sandwiches, whether it's at Hogwarts because they did something bad and they have to be sent to some office and they send dinner up, or Mrs. Weasley makes sandwiches. Oh my god! I picture. I really want a sandwich. I picture them stacked like on a big plate and they're in they're cut in half at triangularly. Yes, Yes. they make me so hungry. Don't you want those little tea sandwiches? Mm -hmm. I I want some of them. There's some good sandwiches when you have some teas. Um, Mm -hmm. Can we talk about the fact that I want a fire in my room, like a fireplace, not just a random fire? Yes, (laughs) yes, a fire in my room. (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh god! But I would eat. I would eat a Sammy in my room with a fire. Right. I would as well. But right. again, in a fireplace. Um, Harry is surprised to see Ron and Ginny waiting there. We found out that Hermione came on the night bus. I wonder if she ordered hot cocoa and a toothbrush. Probably. <laughs> Dumbledore had told her what happened first thing yesterday morning, but she had to wait until the term officially ended before she could leave because... Umbridge, quote, Umbridge is already livid that you you lot disappeared right under her nose, even though Dumbledore had given them permission. So she's just out to get people. She's writing more decrees, probably. Probably. So they she all thinks she rules the place. What's you that? know what I mean? She mm. thinks she's like the number one bread loaf and she's <laughs> she's like the moldy, moldy one she, you forgot about in the back that you just throw out. She moldy one all moldy. She thinks she's the greatest thing since sliced bread. (laughs) (laughs) So all of them look at Harry and Hermione's like, how are you feeling? And Harry pulls a Harry and he's like, fine. Uh, And Hermione's not having it. She's like, Ron and Ginny told me you've been hiding from everyone. And Harry kind of like glares at them. Ginny's not here to take any crap. She's like, you won't look at uh, you won't look at any of us. And he's like, none of you will look at me. And Hermione thinks it's actually funny. And she's like, maybe you guys are just taking it in turns to look. And you just kept missing each other. Oh my God. Like, I feel like that's something my mom would say to so me when Hermione. I'm like really mad. And then I'm going to try not to laugh at her being like having a dumb, like maybe you guys were just missing. You're looking at each other. Like your mom would also say that. Meg. Yeah. <sighs> All right. We're going to end it there. I don't want to talk. Okay. Cool. Bye. <laughs> We'll just keep saying breads. <laughs> Tiffany will learn all the breads. Hold on, I got one. Tortilla. <laughs> Tortilla. <laughs> Fry bread. Fry or rye? Fry. 
What's fry bread? I don't Probably know. bread that's fried. I got to scroll back up. There's a bunch I can't say, <laughs> Thanks, so I'm Meg. not attempting. <laughs> Ooh, this is pretty bread. <laughs> pretty bread. Pretty bread. Holla? It's a Russian bread. Hala. Uh, Karavai. Karavai. I don't know, but it's like bread art. Like I watched someone art. make um, French toast bread, but it was like a babaka bread or something like that. It's gorgeous, and oh, I really yeah. want to do it. It had chocolate in it. It was beautiful. So going back to the chapter... Hermione, I say that she's not having any of Harry's feeling, like no one understands him, but she's just like kind of knocking him to be like, you need to like get out of that mindset. Like we're literally going to like have a conversation here. Um, and they tell, they had told her like what they'd overheard, like, um, cause she had talked to everybody before she went and talked to Harry. And then Harry's like super not pleased that they're all talking about him. Although he's getting used to it. He like literally says it. It's just kind of being overdramatic. And then Ginny says they wanted to talk to him, but he has been avoiding everyone since they came back from St. Mungo's. It's like, dude, we tried to talk to you, but you literally won't even come near us. So like not our fault. Um, and then Ginny literally, I think calls him dumb or stupid. Um, after he states he doesn't want to talk to anybody and she says well that was a bit stupid of you said Ginny angrily seeing as you don't know anyone but me who's been possessed by you know who and I can tell you how it feels and here's like but honestly that's why you know he was like not in a good state yes Harry (sighs) realizes like what Ginny just said he's like oh you know yeah and he tells her that he forgot about the entire situation and then Ginny's like hmm you're lucky like lucky you for forgetting um, and then Harry then asks her opinion on his possession thing and she asks if he remembers everything that he's been doing or if he's like losing any of his time at all and he's like no I have not yeah it's Tiffany her being like lucky you that you like are able to forget it reminds me of when Hermione was like I wish I could see them yeah to the yeah. vestrals like and Harry's bit, like yeah. do you yeah they're very um, snarky similar. Yes. Yes, I May. just like genuinely get upset at the writing of Ginny's character for the movies because like <laughs> I feel like Bonnie Wright could have done Ginny justice had, had she been given a better script. Had a better script. Yeah. Shoe lace. And I just feel <laughs> bad for Shoe. her because I, Who I wrote just feel that like line? A, I feel like a lot of the times Jenny's downfall in the movies lands on Bonnie Wright, when in reality, I think it lands on the script. Yeah, I agree. And I just you feel bad ain't for her. a kid. So she goes on to say, because Harry's like, no, I haven't lost any time. Like, I, I remember everything I've done mm-hmm. while being awake. And even when he was sleeping, he remembers being the snake. He remembers doing the whole thing, right? She says, then you know who hasn't ever possessed you. When he did it to me, I couldn't remember what I'd been doing for hours at a time. I'd find myself somewhere and not know how I got there. And I said, first of all, like, that must be super hard for Ginny yeah. to talk about what happened to her, like in front of her brother, in front of her friends. Um, and also like the fact that, you know, Harry's like, Oh, I forgot. And she's like, lucky you, you know, that there's times where like, she might not think about it every day, but there might be something where like, uh, you know, something might happen and she, it comes blaring back in her mind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I said that not only shows like how brave she is to, to, to do this, but also really shows her strength of, of person to just, say it you know what i mean like just no ifs ands or buts and just talks about it 
And so hearing Ginny say these things made Harry feel a little bit lighter, but he still wasn't sure because that dream about their dad was just so real. Um, And then Hermione reminds him that, well, you've had dreams like that before. He had had flashbacks or he had had flashes of what Voldemort was up to like the year prior. And this is another quote from the book. It says, this was different, said Harry, shaking his head. I was inside that snake. It was like I was the snake. What is Voldemort? Maybe that's not right. What is Voldemort somehow transported me to London? That's not right. What did you type? What is? <laughs> what if Voldemort somehow transported ah, me? Ah, what to if? London? What if Voldemort somehow transported me <laughs> to London? If. If is good. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> so then um, Hermione then gently reminds Harry that if he someday, you know, would like to read Hogwarts a history, he would probably also then read and remember that you can't apparate or disapparate in or out, which is the same thing, of Hogwarts. So even Voldemort isn't that powerful. And I was like, ooh, is this like some foreshadowing to Draco's task of getting the Death Peeps inside the school next year? <laughs> death Peeps for sure. Death Eaters, I don't know. <laughs> no, but think about it. Like, I like we, Death Peeps. Like, this is like another like instance of like, <gasps> oh my gosh. Voldemort. Katie. <laughs> Katie. <Coated> in sugar. <laughs> Doubtful. Stale always. <laughs> like, death Peeps say it? so like you know it just shows like Voldemort is not as powerful as he thinks he's like he can't he literally cannot get into Hogwarts when that's his main goal um yeah and then I said like okay so if we're talking like we saw in Fantastic Beasts this is in what 1926 1927 I think the year um that zap themselves <laughs> okay onto the bridge right and so everyone's like you can't do that it's awkward you can't just like apparate in and then i had a thought on the drive over here what if at that point in time because like really we don't know i will say this we don't know a whole ton of history but like has there any ever been because they always say like the two they t- the two wizards that we hear were like that they're the greatest villains of all time blah 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 whatever they call them are Grindelwald and Voldemort right so was there anyone that ever tried to like attack the school or attack people in the school beforehand in this before this stuff happened so for maybe hundreds of thousands of years they haven't needed that to be like an issue of like apparating or disapparating or something like that you know what i mean inside the school and stuff Mm -hmm. so maybe it changes because grindelwald comes to see dumbler there or like something i'm just this is i'm just like thinking like after the pact is broken maybe like he's gonna like surprise dumbledore and like i'm gonna get you you know what i mean like at hogwarts and that's when that changes because then even grindelwald or even maybe like they they know the pact is breaking and they're like we can't let anything happen at hogwarts i don't know does that make any sense no i know what you're saying yeah but i don't know like it could have been as far back as like but this is what I'm saying. We saw the founders people, time, but you we know saw what I mean? people in if in Fantastic Beasts is canon, including like whatever they've done. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. we saw them apparating onto Hogwarts grounds. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. So if that's mm-hmm. factual, did they do it because of Grindelwald? It's basically what I'm asking. I think so. I think probably. that's something that we're gonna find out probably. Because it was such people, an obvious, people, yeah. People it were was such like, an obvious moment. Yeah, that it has to get talked about. Like, yeah. why? But like, did this do you change? think it does? Because like, 
Maybe not. Do do they ever really say that explicitly in the movies, or is that just like a fly-by line? You know what I mean? Like, well, we you know, obviously are diving deep into this movie, or the book, so, like, we really True. know, like, Hermione's dress was periwinkle or whatever. You yeah, know what I mean? No, and it I could know. be Super something specific. like, you know, Hermione fixing Harry's glasses in Diagon Alley. But this is, this is <laughs> talked about so much. Yeah. You know? But but so is not doing magic outside of Hogwarts, you know? Correct. Like, and you uh, see the ton in the movies. You see right. that with her fixing the glasses. You see him doing Lumos Maxima in his bedroom. Right. You know what I mean? You got uh, yeah, caught it could, doing stuff with it. It could just be with, a plot but. whole thing that they liked how it looked, so they kept it in, and that's yeah. what they're going to say, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I think it would be cool if... Um, I think it would be cool if it was because of Grindelwald, but yeah. th- it just questions based on like, I guess Hermione always says that it's in Hogwarts of history and I'm sure that there's like updated versions to Hogwarts of history. So I guess that could still be accurate. Like it was just like a, a new edition that she read and that was like added in or whatever. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I would think. Any hoosies. So he's like freaking out that could like he could have transported there, you know, and then Ron's like chiming in because he's like, dude, he I chime in. I was going <laughs> to do that. <laughs> he's I like he watched it. Harry for about a minute before they were able to wake him up. Um, and he's like, dude, I literally watched you for like a minute trying to wake you up. You were thrashing in your sleep. So you didn't leave the room. And again, He's not that powerful. Like we're not doubting like that. Voldemort is not a powerful dude, but he's not powerful, powerful enough to do that. But I can't do that. <laughs> um, so Harry then starts pacing. This is quoted from the book, pacing up and down the room again, thinking what they were all saying was not only comforting, but it made sense. Huh? <laughs> Without really thinking, he took a sandwich from the plate on the bed and yes. crammed it hungrily into his mouth. Ugh. I'm not the weapon after all, thought Harry. His heart swelled with happiness and relief. Love and his it. tummy was happy too. Question. What, what kind of semich? And what turkey. kind of bread? <laughs> I don't care for turkey. I would think it would be... Um, I love how you maybe say, it's made I cheese. don't care for turkey. I don't. Okay. I didn't say what I, don't. I wanted. I said what I pictured. <laughs> I'm saying a tomato and cheese sandwich. Tomato Brandon. and cheese sandwich? What kind of cheese? Ooh, banana bread salami cottage cheese sandwich. I wonder, <laughs> are you being serious? Did you know that there's a book about different sandwiches? It's called Carla's Sandwich. You should look it up. It's a very good kid's book. What's that sandwich book you like? Oh, my God. It was my favorite. Like Sam's sandwich or something? Sam's sandwich. And there's bugs throughout it. And you have to, like, find oh. the bugs underneath all of the little flaps. Why are you so gross? And let me tell you, that was, like, <laughs> that was one of my favorite kids' books. And my mom, she would always, like, take my old kids' books to the dentist's office. She was a hygienist. So she would take them to the office for, like, kids in the waiting room. And I got so upset when I found out that she took that book to the office because it was one of my favorites and it like isn't in print anymore. It like doesn't exist and it's actually worth like quite a bit of money. And I was like, you let kids destroy that book in your (laughs) waiting room. And that was mine. (laughs) I loved that book. It's so good. Yeah. My mom took stuff to her waiting room all the time. And I was like, um, excuse me. Dude, you want to hear some stories? 
Meg will also tell you that she got mad at her mom because her mom donated her dollhouse to the <gasps> kids down the street. She's oh. like, what if I wanted it for something? What if I wanted it for my kids? That broke me. I was very oh, sad. Oh, man. Sorry about your dollhouse. It's okay. <laughs> I'm over it. Anyways, I picture a good BLT. Oh, man. So have you heard that the bird is a word? About the tomato? <laughs> yes. And Tell I me the this. story for the 30 million I haven't time. heard it. I haven't heard These it. I'm renaming you Marty. I have not heard the story. So thousand times. So, like, I've eaten a BLT a time or two in my life. But when I make them at home, I'm I a BLT eat, connoisseur. Someone would say. I really don't because I don't I don't like lettuce on my BLT and I don't like tomatoes on my BLT. So I eat what? a bacon sandwich, In right? With world. some Hellman's mayonnaise on toasted bread. And so she was saying she watched this guy on YouTube and I forget what his name is, but he says the star of the show is the tomato on a BLT. So he cut a big, like big slices of tomato and he used like a beefsteak potato or tomato, I believe toasted bread, slathered mayo on it, um, put two slices of tomato. He shredded the lettuce with a little bit of onion, salt, pepper on all the stuff, put the, the thing on it. And my friend said it was the best, best, um, BLT she's ever had. And then I, we had BLTs recently and I don't, again, didn't put lettuce on it, but I did put a tomato on it. And it was pretty darn what good. What kind of uh, mater did you have? I don't know. Whatever my dad cut. Mm. It was very good. Um, well, I have a question. That's great. What kind of, because we're doing, are we doing officially lightning bolt round? Yeah, yeah lightning bolt round. Let's go. <laughs> um, what would be your preferred sandwich? My preferred Sammy? Yeah. Uh, I like you can a good have any ingredients you've ever wanted ever. Italian. I like a good Italian. Well, Give you, me some soft bread. What's on the Italian? That is uh, Ronis, pepperonis, mm. salami, mm. a quality ham, a quality ham, a quality ham, <laughs> um, some provolone, mm. lettuce, tomato, mm. olive oil, vinegar, mm. salt, banana pepper. And some pickle. Little pickle. And that's my Sammy. That's my, that is my, that's my go-to. That's if I'm Sammy's trying to be healthier, life. I'll do a turkey. Okay. Now I want a sandwich. Look at Really suits. bad. What Me are too, your man. Sammies? Uh, ham. <laughs> <laughs> She's so excited. She's so excited about it. I want a ham sandwich. Ham, ham <laughs> cheese, mustard, and pickles. That sounds great. <laughs> what kind of bread? I would eat that. Um, if I'm doing like Subway, like the the Asiago no, you should never bread do Subway. Good, but I haven't had Subway in a super super long time. I'm not really a big fan of it. You um, should never eat it again. <laughs> but I guess I actually I like potato bread, and I also mm -hmm. enjoy just like the good sh the like the Italian schwabels schwabels Italian schwabels. That's a bread that it. Tiffany mm -hmm. knows. Yeah. Schwabel. Schwabble schwabble, but they don't fall I enjoy down. a good brioche bun. No, you don't. <laughs> Dirty liar. <laughs> you do not. You hate them. No, I, I like them. It's just a brioche bun. I have to be in the <laughs> What a thing to say. What? Ooh, also ham, cheese, and mustard on, like, sourdough. 
Mm-hmm. Is also mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Katie, it's like a yours? quality bread. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good, good quality. quality I'm not. Bread. In, I'm not into rye. No, I don't care for it at all. But I'm um, okay I know rye. some people really enjoy. No, it's More a very strong fl- flavor. It, it, it it is indeed. Yeah, it's not not a fan. I once had an alcoholic beverage that tasted like rye bread had been blended, and Ugh. it was Ew. awful. That's Give me weird. mustard all day, though. Kay, Tay, what do Iggy. you want on your side? Yeah, sandwich? we got to get past this question so we can do the others. Yeah, um, a lot. Truthfully, any sandwich that me, myself, doesn't have to make. If someone else makes me a sandwich, <laughs> it tastes 400 times better. True. I would I jump on that train. So I was also told that you should let your sandwich rest for like 15 minutes, and I guess it makes it taste better. Who said I this? I can't wait for I that. Bet, I bet you that's so that like the sauces and stuff like soak into the bread real nice, and it doesn't just like go everywhere. Oh, but then soggy bread. But the, yeah, like, no. no. So the I can't get on board with this theory. Like, no, I, gotta, I've heard everybody that does it frame. say it's mind-blowingly better. Then I want you to do this. I, I want you to well, make I did a it sandwich, once, let it rest. It's not a steak. But I didn't know that um, I didn't know it was 15 minutes. I did it for five minutes. It did taste better. But I also like if I'm making a sandwich for myself at home, um, it's really lame because it's literally like make the a wheat good bread. One. Well, we don't have like all the stuff. And I'm like not like if I'm at home, like if I just am eating a sandwich at home, it's wheat bread. You not know how to mayonnaise, ham, um, salami if we have it. Very rarely do I put cheese on it. I put, I put mayonnaise on the other slice of bread and I put it together and that's all I want. But if I'm going out, I usually get an Italian if it's a cold sub with like lettuce. I want oil, vinegar, usually oregano, salt, pepper. And that's like what? Ham, salami, you know, whatever. My if it's watch, a hot one, I want a Philly cheesesteak. My watch called Marty. <laughs> Sorry. It missed him. Weird. But yeah. That was weird. Okay. Yeah. All Are right. We ready well, for the next you know. question. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's right. go. Iggy's ready. Nope Rope asks, what kind of snacks do you think the tea shop at St. Mungo's has on Christmas? On cookies. Christmas? I don't know. Lots of I feel like Lots of biscuits. I Lots feel like... Do you think it would be good stuff? Lots of puds. There would definitely be a fruit cake. For sure. Uh, I know. Y'all ever eaten hospital fire? food before? Here's the thing. No, no, no. Where did you say? In the hos- in the cafeteria part or like the tea, tea, tea shop? Oh, the okay. tea shop at St. Mungo's. Old sandwiches. They don't have old sandwiches. Old sandwiches. No, when was the last time you, you were in a hospital? I you when I gave birth. Well. Okay, she's two and a half. Oh, no, she's not. She's two months, two years and two months. I work in a hospital. Old they sandwiches. Have, they have new, our, we have a Starbucks in our hospital. Y'all now. need salt. Oh yeah, you do definitely need salt. You need to bring your own salt shaker. Correct. I literally, you know what I did? I put salt in a little Ziploc, like tiny baggie kind of thing, which sounds crazy. But like, I brought it so like when I have no, I can like hard boiled eggs, I could put salt on them or like other things. So I literally have it now in my lunch bag at all times, like a little baggie full of salt because it's <laughs> it's it's liquid gold. You know what I mean? Or mm. really salt gold. But like, yeah, you can't can't get it. Marty used Mrs. Dash on some chicken last night. Oh. Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Just awful. Yeah, very much. Like, I, I think that, like, at least in the hospital system I work at, like, I think they literally cook without salt on everything. So, like, if Tiffany and I were to order the same meal and she's, like, on a heart-healthy diet and I'm on a regular diet, it's going to be made the same so they don't have to, like... Yeah. 
you know. No, I get that it's very health conscious. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. flavorful conscious, I'll Correct, tell you that. But like if you are on a heart healthy and I'm on a regular, I can ask them for salt and pepper. But you have to ask for it. Hmm. Um, and <laughs> so I don't know. Salty. I think they would just have like all right food, you know. I don't I, think they would yeah. go all out on Christmas because we we don't. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's regular. Sarah, what was that thing that you um, set on fire during Swishmas? Oh, oh, that was a Christmas pudding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Remember when you carried fire? It sounds <laughs> it sounds like crazy, but like you're supposed to light it on fire. Just the way I went about it, um, it was kind of was scary. not it was not safe. We weren't thinking clearly. Yeah. No, we were inexperienced. With lighting, we'll never. On we'll, fire. And here's the thing: yeah. we'll never do it again because we didn't care for it. So no, it was not yeah. good. It was alright. Um, are we ready for the next question? Sure, always ready. <laughs> Mia sent us a link, which I sent to you ladies in our Skype chat. Oh, is that why and it, it was is blinking? What type of bread are you? Oh Pick from Lord. The list. Okay, so. Oh, we have to pick. Go to go to yeah, another. Yeah, it's not a quiz, but I, oh, it's, it's got not a, a quiz? lot of good options. You can pick. I don't know. I'm not banana bread. I'll tell you that much. I would be or cornbread. I don't know. I ain't flaky. Mm, oh man, I'm man. I'd like to think now. I'm a little bit of a focaccia. Wait, are there only four breads? No, there no, not. there's fifteen. Holy I love the multi grain. The cornbread and the banana bread. What about pita? Pita. Oh my god, I freaking love pita sandwiches. Pita. I like focaccia mm. because Here, it I'm going to send you a varied. Buzzfeed quiz. There's lots of varieties. Ooh, there is a Buzzfeed quiz. Cool. There's I'd like to think myself as a multi-green bread. There's a lot of salt on it. Olive oil, rosemary. Oh, super delish. All right, let's do this. Snack. Quiz, I really want to make focaccia. Make me some. Okay. Thanks. I got pretzels. Ooh. Oh, that's good. Yes. You're a bit twisted and are super salty. Some people <laughs> like you when you're frozen, but you know you're at your best when you're fresh out of the oven. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i got banana bread Ooh, Ooh, so I. you talk about identity crisis you're called a bread but tastes more like a cake but hey regardless <laughs> of the confusion people totally love you <laughs> i got the same thing as katie which i don't think that's true personally oh i'm banana bread we all oh, are lame not me sarah i'm pretzel. well all the cool people are okay <laughs> i'm pretzel i'm a pretzel <laughs> i'm a pretzel i'm a pretzel <laughs> Let me All right, read. Let's go to the next right, question. Next one. This one's a little bit more serious from Sydney. If you could say anything to Harry in this year that you think he needs to hear, what would it be? Wait, say that again. Sorry. If you could say anything to Harry in this year that you think he needs to hear, what would it be? Just try Eat, and trust you'll it. You'll feel better. Trust the process. <laughs> Eat. You'll feel better. Yeah, I no, mean, I, I don't think, know yeah, if there's trust. like anything to really say to him to like make him it's feel hard. better. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, him. I think you're, yeah, you're hug. not the snake. Because part of it is like, it's part of it is like it has to come <laughs> from within. So like, because really, how receptive? Like, have you like ever been in a situation where like I just need help? You, you, yeah, I mean, and that's a thing too. You know, 
Yeah. Oh, some good hugs. It's my yeah. love language, yeah. though. I mean, at the end of the year, like the thing is like you just... At the end of the year. <laughs> well, like at the end of this year, it's going to be really like he, he has no idea how horrific it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and Harry, as we've seen, tends to bottle up his feelings and emotions. But he's also like put in situations where like he doesn't have anyone to talk to about them because no one talked to him that whole summer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so like it's compounding the fact that he doesn't have anyone to talk about or like talk to about talk to with, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, yeah. So the people around him need to do better. The wizarding Wait. world needs to do better. It's Harry, a- you're a horcrux. Harry, you're a horcrux. <laughs> it's a, Don't name I your mean, kid Albus Severus. <laughs> right. That's a loaded question though. Like it, it's just really difficult. I, I don't know if honestly anybody can say anything to Harry. Truly, well, and well, also, literally, like, we can't. Look, look how he's a look how long it took for them to actually get him to be in the same room, right? That's what I'm saying, though. Like he's he's spent for for the majority of his life has not had someone care about his feelings, want to talk about his feelings, and this is also in the time of like life where, like, in the '90s, like it's now more becoming prevalent, like for men to talk about their feelings and have it being like more of an acceptable thing that like, yeah, it's, it's a normal thing for humans to have emotions and to cry and to laugh and to do whatever. And to talk about when they're feeling their feelings, like it's, it's not even back then was not really a big thing. Um, and then Harry's, always been put in a situation where he doesn't really have until he got to Hogwarts people in his life that cared about his feelings and cared about his well-being and cared about making sure like he was okay and then he had this horrible year end of year four was horrible and then he goes months without talking to people when really he needed like you need to sit down you need to have a conversation and he doesn't because he's not used to talking about his feelings he's not used to talking about these things um and so that's his defense mechanism is to shut down and avoid everybody because he doesn't want to do it. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't know what we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> what we could say to Harry. But yeah. Let's oh, go to the right. next question. But it's, yeah, um, you know. Yeah. Um, Sour Dindo asks, <laughs> if your portrait was painted with a cloak of invisibility in the painting, could your portrait use it? Probably. I think so. Oh, I, I think like it wouldn't that. be like like a cloak like in real life, but it would like camouflage like it would just oh, go yeah. along with like the picture. Oh, you know like what I mean, that. I like that. Yeah, kind kind of more like uh, if it were to be dummy guys for mm, where it's mm-hmm, just camouflage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Amy Lou Mary Sue asks, <laughs> "Do you think Voldemort is a never nude?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's cutoffs under those robes. For sure. <laughs> uh, For sure. There's um, dozens of us. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Samich Gartley asks, <laughs> what type of parents would you be? Molly? Arthur? The Grangers? I'm a Tiffany. Yeah. I want to be an Arthur. I'm a mix <laughs> of a Molly and a Granger. Um... I don't know. My mom always tells me I'm going to be really strict, so. Well, you are. Am I? Yeah. I look at the way you ant. It's fine, because I am. I mean, I don't know. We'll see one day when I'm a mom. True. 
I think I'm also going to be like ridiculous. Want to be, but who knows what's going to happen when it's actually. You never know, know, you guys. (laughs) Oh, being a parent is weird. It's so weird. It's fun though. It's tiring. Hopefully, one day I'll get to experience it. Yes. Tis Um, a joy. I was speaking question. about oh, that. Okay. I did ask Alana if I should have a baby and she said, yes. And I was like, should I have a boy one or a girl one? She goes, a boy one. She wants me to name him Harley. Harley. She said, Oh, that's cute. cool. I said, okay. That's cute. Um, okay. Last question is from Nanil Wazlib. <laughs> what are Hermione's parents names? What do we think that they are? Don't we know them? No, I don't think that we do. Oh, do we name them? Jean. Maybe because that's her middle name. It's a good idea. Because Hermione's middle name is Jean. And Ione. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say Herman. 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 Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Granger. Mm. Oh, excuse me. Doctor and Dr. Granger. The doctor. DDS. Mr. Barry Faber. DDS. So crazy. Uh, yeah, I guess all we really know is that their new identities were Wendell and Monica Wilkins. That's how she. So like, I wonder if they're like a W and an M name. You know what I mean? Like maybe William Walt. Oh, okay. I like William too. <laughs> Walt and Mary. <laughs> Willie, William and I was gonna say William and Mary, which were my grandparents' William. names. <laughs> it was William, but we called him Billy, and then Mary Kay, Mary Catherine. Fun fact. It's <laughs> cute. R.I.P. <laughs> Katie's face. I know. I love how much it's popped up. It's hilarious. All right. That's all we got. Fancy. Do we have any time? questions? Yes, please. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Wait, I no, do I just, we haven't done our own questions. I asked a question right off the bat. I guess that's true. It is true. What would you feed to Buckbeak? Would you share a meal Ooh. with him? Weasels. <laughs> oh. Aww. What about um what? I was gonna say that. I'm just thinking about what he wants. <laughs> I'd give him deep dish Chicago style. Deep I'd give dish him Chicago all meats. style. Pot roast. Mm. Oh, I bet you Beaky would like It's been a, a minute since roast. I've made a pot he roast. He probably wouldn't like the pot roast post crock pot. He'd probably want it pre crock pot. True. Oh, raw? Yeah. <laughs> That's a long way to go and say a raw okay, meat. Okay, but you're talking to me who says things like, I don't call it, I call it a cellular device. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, like, I understand. <laughs> you're you. Ooh, I have a question. Yes. Like, Phineas Nigella, you got a portrait somewhere. Where would you want your other portrait to be? Ooh, double portraits. Yeah. Mm. Name the two places you want your portrait to oh, be. Oh, man. Like, in real time life or in sure. Harry Potter world? I want Whichever one way at, you want to go with I that. want one at Universal in Diagon Alley. And then Ooh. one in my house, Obby. You want to talk to yourself? One, no. I would want one in the Forbidden Journey queue. Like hanging like with mm. all the other portraits, like I could be mm-hmm. one of the ones in cool. in there, mm-hmm. and then my second one would be, uh, hmm, at my parents' house, so I could chat with them. <laughs> They're not laughing at that. <laughs> um, one in a Starbucks and one at a pizza shop. <laughs> okay, Katie, you can't like purchase things through your portrait. What if and- I can? <laughs> What if you have smell vision <laughs> She just wants to be around the wafts of food. Yeah, she just like being food. next to a pizza place always you, smells do great. Do you know what my mom used to tell me? So every now and then we would get 
KFC and we would get a bucket of chicken and the mashed potatoes and whatever. And I would be sitting in the back seat and she would have the food in like the passenger seat. She'd be like, I'm going to smell all the smells. And I'd be like, no, I'm going to smell all the smells out. (laughs) She's like, the smells are going to be gone. (laughs) (laughs) And now when Fozzie and I walk, I'd say that he's sniffing all the sniffs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Okay. I got a girlfriend. What? That was a joke from a long time ago. Oh. It's from Pearl Harbor. I do. I want a fan story. Read one. Give me that fan story. To me. Mm. A fan story. This week's comes from Carly Graves. Hello, Swishers. My name is Carly Graves. I'm a proud Ravenclaw. My Patronus is a dolphin, which incidentally is my favorite animal. Awesome. Mm. I share that. My wand is redwood and a unicorn hair core, 11 and three quarter inches, hard flexibility. My Ilvermorny house is Thunderbird. Me too. Favorite book is Deathly Hollows. Favorite movie, Half-Blood Prince. Here's my Potter story. When I was younger, I went to a a Lutheran grade school. I never really heard much about Harry Potter, except I remember seeing someone with a Harry Potter backpack, backpack at school. The first time I really heard about it was from my grandma, who said she heard from a pastor that it was bad news, and if I ever read it, I would think I was a witch and go to hell. Oh, my Lord. So I was not allowed to read or watch it. Naturally, that made me want to do it a hundred times more. I remember watching Sorcerer's Stone with my cousin and feeling so cool. I was scared watching Quirrell with Voldemort coming out of the back of his head. This is really appropriate for this episode. It is. And couldn't fall asleep for a while. I read the first and second book and didn't really go much further. My older cousin had all the books and yes, this is horrible, but I asked her to tell me who died in all the books. <gasps> I'm also the person who read the last chapter of Deathly Hallows first. Oh, oh, yes, I know. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a Ravenclaw thing. I get you, girl. Oh. <laughs> Once she told me I had to know more, I started reading them and ended up winning an award for the most AR points at the end oh. of seventh grade. My grandparents, who were once so against it, actually bought me a couple of the books, and my grandpa <laughs> took me to see Order of the Phoenix and awesome. Half-Blood Prince in the movie theaters, though he fell asleep. I try to read the books as much as I can, and I watch the movies constantly. I had some rough times in my younger years. My mom was an alcoholic, eight years sober now. Yes! Awesome. And my dad worked a lot. I was home basically alone all the time because my mom would sleep all day, except for when I was with my grandpa, who I call Gecko, which I hope hmm. I said that right. He was my best friend. He passed away two years ago, and I didn't know what to do with myself. Now, whenever I watch Order of the Phoenix or Half-Blood Prince, I smile and remember my gecko and how much he loved me. Mm. Anyway, sorry this was long. It's not long. But I love you all. Sarah and Florence, you rock. I crack (laughs) up at you guys on my way to and from school and talk to you guys in my car, though you can't hear me. (laughs) Thanks for being the only people in my life that truly understands my love for Harry Potter. You all bring a smile to my face every day, and and thank you for all that you do. P.S. I tried to leave a voicemail a while back, but I was so nervous. Not a good talker on the phone. <laughs> and I forgot all of what I wanted to say. Should have wrote it down. <laughs> call again. Yeah, call again. And I'm also not a fan of talking on the phone. I don't know. It like, makes me anxious until I'm on it. And then I'm like, okay. But I love your story. Um, I like that you had a special thing with your grandpa that's so super cute. And I love that you can remember that and smile. Yeah. Yeah. I was very close with my grandmother, so I get um, mm-hmm. 
yeah. how much it really just sucks when they're gone. Although this is like the things that like super remind me of her are things that she didn't like at all. Like she did not care for Les Mis. So now I think about her every time I watch it. <laughs> oh and now gosh. she'd be annoyed. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for your story so much. Thank you yeah, so thank much. You. All right. I picked out my joke early today. She told me earlier today. She's like, I'm really excited about my joke. I just think Ooh. it's funny. <laughs> All right. Well, you said that. There's expectations. Does it have to deal with bread? Sadly, no. Ah. What? Well, go burn that book then and get a new one. <laughs> we don't burn books. <laughs> I wish I could have an index in here. Where are the bread jokes? Uh. All right. <clears throat> What is Lord Voldemort's oh favorite kind of joke? That kind of fits in. Uh, no one knows. No, it's riddles. Uh. <laughs> um, do you want to hear like a bread joke? Pick. It's, I will say it's definitely not crummy. You're not going to read 38 of. No, these. I'm not going to read all oh of them. Oh my gosh. Um, how, <laughs> how does bread court his sweetheart? I can't say because I, I can see it. The answer. With lots of flowers. <laughs> what does a loaf of bread say to a friend after doing them a favor? Oh my gosh. It's the yeast I could do. There's literally. <laughs> what website is this? This is southernliving.com did this article. <laughs> what is. What's happening? the most sophisticated kind of bread? I can't see. The upper crust. <laughs> <laughs> Give me one more. Oh, oh, here, let's get some puns. Bready or not, here I crumb. Oh, that's a double <laughs> awesome pun. Yes. That's a good one. Before I break down and rye, I want you to know that I loaf you. Weed it and weep. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta risk it for the biscuit. Oh, <laughs> my God. Two slices of bread decided to leave the bakery. I heard that they wanted to grow mold together. Jeez. <laughs> I don't want Nan of that. Next time you need a loaf, Chala add me. <laughs> oh my God. That took me a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm Don't on a roll. Don't be sour, dough. <laughs> <laughs> Baking is a labor of loaf. Stop loafing around. Uh, I'm headed to mail a loaf of bread at the toast office. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. What's next? Don't worry. You can crust me. <laughs> <laughs> the flower uh, got in trouble, so his mama sent him to bread early. <laughs> Oh gosh, it's a shame that all these bread puns are always so crummy. I want to thank Mia because she said this bread episode was a riot. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. At least we can be entertaining. Oh yeah. my gosh. Brandon said laughing too much can be bridly. <laughs> Where can you find us on social media? <laughs> Tiffany likes to stop this. You can Tiff find deserves us. butter. You're darn tootin' I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, call me butter because I'm on a roll. It's 
so all good. Right, all right. We already used that one. Let's go. Let's go. Um, <laughs> you can find us on Facebook at Swish and Flick Podcast and on Twitter and Instagram at Swish Flickcast. You can follow your hosts. Myself and Katie are on Twitter and Instagram at The Petrus Family. Tiffany is on Twitter and Instagram at Tiff Swish underscore Flick. And Sarah is on Instagram at O'Malley with three H's. Um Ding. We'd love to do stories on Instagram and go live sometimes before episodes, so make sure that you turn on alerts for us so that you can join in on the fun. If you love this podcast and want to support us, you can be a part of our Patreon for added perks. If you want to go to patreon.com forward slash swishflickcast, you can choose your different levels. And don't forget, like I said at the beginning of the episode, revamps are coming in October, and I'm super excited. Wait, they're what? Revamps. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Whoa. Oh. Uh could have potentially bad. So yeah. Anyway. Um also I did want to say, since somebody brought this up in the Discord, we do have a new P.O. box for anybody that ever feels the need for whatever reason to send us things. We thank you guys so much already. We got an awesome I just want to give a shout out to our listener Jessica, who sent us a beautiful package. She made us these water bottles with Jennifer, our names. Jennifer. It was Jennifer. Jennifer. Oh, shoot. I'm so sorry. Jennifer. 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 What'd you call her? Jessica. I'm sorry. I've been <gasps> thinking that back and forth. It's yeah. Jennifer. 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 Thank you for sending us the package with the water bottles. She so put excited. like, she like made them and it has our names in the Harry Potter font. And then it, it's like the big water bottles that um are like 34 ounces so like she put the little time stamps on there so that you know how much to drink throughout the day and then um i drink more than that in a day usually you're supposed to fill it up twice if you like on the side it says like you're supposed to drink one yeah i usually drink like if i'm at home and i because mine is roughly about the same size i probably drink three or four of them a day i should drink three to four but if i finish two of those though i'm at least you know doing okay so but anyway they're so they're so cute and i just wanted to say thank you she also sent us coffee which clearly all of us need like we were all super lives. stoked about these water bottles and then i was like there's coffee too we were so <laughs> so, we were so stoked. so just th- thank you again we really appreciate it um but anyway, our new P.O. Box is P.O. Box 690-697, Orlando, Florida, 32869. And if you guys are sending something for all four of us or something specifically for Sarah and Tiffany who are up in Ohio, do not fret. They will get it. We are going to be forwarding. Um, they'll, we'll be forwarding anything that gets sent for them up to them. So they Allegedly. Will, they will Allegedly. get it. <laughs> Now you're not. Now you're not. Honestly, I'm keeping that water bottle with your name on it. (laughs) I'll be Tiffany Fernay. I'm Tiffany Marnie. Y'all wish you could. They're just so great. They are. (laughs) No, Marnie. Literally, thank you guys so much for everything that you send us. It truly it blows my mind each time. You guys are so giving and kind and thoughtful and creative and talented and it's every time people we make things for us like just, every time we get something like we don't expect it so I'm like, like it just never. when it does come like it's just feels it's, so good yeah, yeah so nice um i also like to point out that megan had to write in our google doc that sarah and tiffany will get things you sent their way <laughs> just to remind herself that she it. has to send them to and us. Discord heard it live, so if it doesn't happen, 
No, they will. Plus the fact that we're gonna be we're gonna be up there in not too long. I mean, you guys will get up before then, but I'm excited to <laughs> be to visit Ohio and get some fall weather. So well, anyway. it's warm up it. here right now. Well, so I know, right now. but when we but when we come, it will be cooler. I'm almost sure of it because yeah. it's not until November. But I'm just excited, and I can't yeah. wait to record together again. So. It's going to be great. You can sit on a pillow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, we don't have chairs down here. Okay. Well, yeah. what am I doing? I don't know. You tell me. Work, 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 work. You ain't kidding. I'm still just prepping for the school year and working out with Katie every morning. Mm-hmm. Which has been going really good, except for when our trainer tries to hurt us. Oh, like today, today. <laughs> today. but oddly enough i'm doing okay but yeah so just i bought a couple of posters with the help of our patrons the other day on our um phoenix hangout which was cool so i'll get those up I'm trying to get my office situated but i'm gonna go visit my family this weekend which i'm really excited oh, about was- and because i haven't seen them for for a minute or two but really excited about ball stuff happening. Like my sister and brother-in-law have a huge pumpkin patch this year and it's ready. And they grew all different types of like pumpkins. They've got like the funky looking Ooh. gourds and like the mini have little their apples ones. come in. Uh, I don't know about apples. I know their berry bushes are like overflowing. Um, Find out about her apples. I will. Cause I know out. she did like, some weird oh, thing with her branches or something. And they didn't she have like a friend or a neighbor come over and they like transplanted. I don't know. They did Who some like knows? farming thing and I want some apples <laughs> there. Who knows what happens at, on that farm apples. day by day I don't know, on that farm, farm, farm. That's not how it goes, but <laughs> <laughs> busted open the um, pumpkin king, pumpkin mm. spice coffee from so Expedition good. Roasters. Isn't that good? It's so good. And you know what? You know how I know it's really good? Obviously, because I liked it. But Marty <laughs> liked it. And Marty really? doesn't do flavored coffees. Yes. It's like oh, it's a good flavor because it's not like it's not like an unnatural coffee-ish flavor, you know? Like it, yeah. it like fits very well. Like like blueberry. I love that one because I love flavored coffees. But like mm-hmm. to somebody who doesn't like flavored coffees, that's a very in your face, out of the norm flavor. Or but it's where, not. Like, it's yeah, not bad. Like, like I don't do a lot of like on like my preferred method of drinking coffee is black, hot black coffee. Right. Um, yeah. It's so good. I love it. So like there are Just some like because like, when I first started drinking coffee, one. obviously I was like in I was in high school. I don't know when you're supposed to drink coffee, but I was doing it in high school. And like, you know, you'd have sugar and milk or whatever, cream, um, and then like flavors. So like there are some flavors that I like, like a caramel or like a vanilla, whatever, but like obviously it's not my preferred way. So like having that blueberry was not horrible. I've not I'm not a pumpkin fan at all. Um, like well, I'm, I'm not... making it tomorrow morning. Oh, you're not over here tomorrow morning. I right. feel like the pumpkin one is more so like like spices it's subtle yeah it's like a pumpkin spice latte really isn't pumpkin there's no pumpkin in it correct i don't know there is i don't think starbucks there is maybe now it used to not be any there isn't the cold brew i know that there is now but i mean i that's just not a flavor i care for like i don't eat pumpkin pie i don't eat pumpkin rolls like i mean i i I get it it's not my jam 
pumpkin is my life. What else am I doing? That's kind of it. I've been gathering things for a long... I basically do an Easter basket at Halloween. It's just like a Halloween basket. I take the the bucket that Alana has and I just like fill it with like little goodies and stuff. So I'm kind of gathering things for that. The Petruses are going to steal that when they're parents. Oh, yeah. It's so cute. (laughs) It's just so fun. But I've been going live, not live, sorry. I've been doing stories every day on my Instagram in the morning after I work out and from time to time throughout the day. So if you want to connect that way, it's a good it's a good way. I've got a few teachers that are following me and we're kind of supporting each other right now. Tiff Talks. Tiff Talks. Yeah. Yeah. But that that's me. Mold cider. Oh my gosh. Let me tell you so about good. this real quick. And Marty's still really hot. Ugh. Yeah. There's this winery in Ellicottville. It's the Ellicottville Winery, I believe is what it's called. And they had this wine when we were there in February, like the very beginning of February. Um, and they serve it warm. And Bridget bought three bottles of it. Because <laughs> I was looking for wine the other day. Um, and it's like spiced something or other. That wine... That is the epitome of fall, Christmassy. It was so good. It was a red wine, spicy. It's like a mold wine. Mm, delicious. I always <laughs> thought that I would think that like warm wine was weird, but I freaking loved it the first time I tried it. Well, like you have to have it like when it's cold out. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Otherwise, it's just like, what's the point? So yeah. we can drink it in like February for two weeks. Yes. It was 98 in the car today. No. It was hot. It was hot. I think this is the 80s here. It was like Tiffany's feelings for Marty in the air. (laughs) Hot, hot, hot. Oh my gosh. Hot, hot, hot. 98 degrees Um, and rising. He is just. What am I doing? mm. Hey, what's the sun's favorite band? 98 degrees. Oh my god. The sun's way hotter than 98 degrees. But that's the closest band that it can think of. Um so what am I doing? Uh I've been sick, so that's been fun. Uh very grateful it was not COVID. Um at least I think I don't think so. I got a test and it was negative. Who knows? But Katie's came back negative too. And I feel like if I had it, she was probably gonna have it. I, I don't know. They think that I may have, uh, I may have strep. I'm pretty um, sure you, you definitely have strep. I think that it might be tonsillitis, actually. Um, just because, like, the antibiotic isn't working that well. Um, I do actually, for the first time since starting it, I feel better today. But I'm sure that you can probably still hear that I, like... There's something going on with my voice. <laughs> At least it sounds so I much hope better you can today. because, um, yeah, my voice sounds dumb. So, um, <laughs> anyway, oh, okay. Iggy just literally jumped onto the desk to let me know he needs to be fed. What up, dude? Um, but other than that, I've been chatting with people about booking some vacations, which has been yeah. fun. Um, some, some Disney and Universal vacays. So that has been cool. If you guys need any help, hit me up. Um, I have access to do all that booking stuff now. So that is fun. And I am just ready to not be in my house because yeah, 
I just uh, I want to go do things again. I think that we're going to apparently Voodoo Donut at City Walk at Universal has a pumpkin spice donut. So I think we're going to go get one tomorrow with our friends, the Burkharts. So nice. I am excited for that. Just a couple hour outing. Yeah, it's it's going to be like later in the day. So it's not like too much at, at once because I haven't like done anything in six days. So uh, yeah, don't want to push myself. But <sighs> yeah, um, I am super stoked that Meg's feeling feeling better today because it's always like sad I've been sleeping on my couch so bad. like because I can't like lay flat. Yeah, it's so we're kind of having like a weird living room sleepover. (laughs) Um, uh, Shout out to Tiffany because she's been kicking my butt in the best ways in the morning. Hmm. Shout out. She's like the best coach. Like she knows that you're doing something that you don't want to do and you're like dying. And she's like, all right, these last 10 seconds, we're doing it. We're doing it. And you can't (laughs) not do it. Oh, my bike came. Oh, yeah. Bike came. I have to put it together. And nice. continue to feel better so you can use it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just getting stoked for new Swish stuff and stoked for some whimsy stuff that's coming in. Um, yeah. Just I can't tell you guys drink. the amount of ideas that we have talked about within like the last <laughs> couple of weeks. Yeah. For everyone. Just like design ideas and the patreon stuff it's lots of changes yeah a lot of changes oh i forgot all to, for the better i forgot to tell somebody a potential idea for somebody everybody who's listening i forgot to tell you guys about maybe we're gonna do also like on patreon you'll get access to our close friends stories on instagram oh, yeah so yeah. we might do like exclusive instagram stories and instagram lives for patreon so i'm just gonna post pictures of me smiling like really up close, <laughs> unflattering pictures. That's what you're gonna get. Pay, what did you say? Pay extra for that. <laughs> Doing what? I said I'm just gonna post really up close, unflattering pictures of me smiling, yeah, so that we can make more emojis out of it. Emojis. Yeah, really. Yeah, totally. Don't worry, I got some pictures to I'm send just, your way. Genuinely, I'm just so excited for Patreon. I'm ex- so excited for all these new things. It's the hat that kills me the most. It's your it's eyes. Your eyes. <laughs> it's like Bag City under there. Uh, Megan! Uh, <laughs> you got any bats in that no. cage? Cage? <laughs> Cave. What am I My talking God, about? No one knows. Faces on a shirt. No. No, thank That's you. Hilarious. Stickers. <laughs> <laughs> the shirt will just be like, what's your mood today? <laughs> just like that post we did. Oh my Stickers. <laughs> oh yeah. Sasa, yeah. what you up to? Um, school is happening and I don't know, feeling busier than ever. I've um since last we spoke, I've ridden 32 miles for a total of a grand total of 90. That's awesome. Um, that's pretty much it. Cool, cool. I'm not really reading anything because I got school. Yeah. Um, <gasps> I read school and work and working in school. Um, I will say two things. One, I will. Oh, I will tell you guys. I know that I don't know if I told you. 
I know I told you back in January, well, December, that my friend was having surgery, but she just got uh, the, like, official, she's in remission um, on Monday, so that's awesome. So awesome. Um, Yeah. And I guess the month of September is, um, like, thyroid cancer awareness month or something like that. Oh, really? Um, Well, how fitting is fitting, yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's about my life. What else am I doing? That's pretty much it. <laughs> planning, planning fun days with my friends. We're going to make pasta in October. Also, we're going to make more butterbeer. Oh, fun. Yeah. I'm excited to do that because I want to change, tweak and change some things. So what should we'll do that. first puff pastry be? I already know. Mm, Literally a pastry. Okay. Oh, make a, maybe make a pastry. Make puff pastry. Mm. Like real puff pastry, like Great British Bake Off puff pastry. Like, like I'm gonna do terrible. For like that. smacking butter to be a flat sheet and folding it into the dough over and fold over. Fold it and over. in. Fold it in. How does what that does that mean? mean? Do you do you fold mm-hmm. in all what the pieces mean? of cheese? Well, I, <laughs> do you take the individual pieces and fold them? You fold it in. You fold it in, David. I don't know what else to tell you. I'm gonna Can't start that show. Everything. By the way, my dad started to. it. God, it seems so like funny. I that he would really you'll like it. Like, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I literally I talk about it all the time, but like, <laughs> oh my! God. I just I have it on every day now. Like I, it's like our new The Office. Like it's just on constantly. <laughs> if you say fold it in one, one more, more time, time. <laughs> you just I've not seen season six because it it's not on Netflix. But where is it? Anywhere? I had to I buy know. it. The last season. And I have no shame. It's yeah, just because it just it. came out. It. That's why. Yeah, mm-hmm. Apparently it's coming to Netflix in um, October sometime, but we don't have a date yet. Mm-hmm. So. <gasps> the Mandalorian's coming back. I just yeah. October oh. 30th. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Super the, stoked uh, for that. The Crown, too. I think oh, in the November. The Crown in November, yes. I haven't wa- finished watching season two of that, so. <laughs> really? One oh, you mean three? This is going to be four. No, I stopped watching season oh. two. Oh well, <laughs> I didn't. I like stopped and then like because I watch things with my mom, so then we just both get busy because she gets mad and if I watch things without her, like Lucifer, I'm not allowed to watch without her. It's quite funny. It's also a new season of that on Netflix. Also, I've been watching Sabrina the Teenage Witch and Sister Sister is now back on like the old school Sabrina, old Sabrina or the mm-hmm. new one. Is that on Netflix? The old school is on Hulu. Oh, I don't. Um, I don't do that with whatever her name is, Melissa, Melissa Joan Hart. I knew it was her Hart, name. Yeah. I couldn't think of it. Um, and then I've been watching Sister Sister came on Netflix. I think Sister, the first, Sister, which like I forgot like how that show started. How like they were twins and they were like separated at birth and then they met each other when they were like sixteen or something like that or fifteen. So weird times, man. Yeah. Beyonce's stepfather um, was on that show. Oh, cool. Fun fact. Things you learn on the internet. Yep. All right. What is this for? For bogeys and bread? I was going to say babes and bread. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll do babes and bread. We'll do babes and bread. That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing! Just my voice! <laughs> Ready to rumble on the podcast! You're, everybody's towing a fine line. 
Okay, I know that this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but my why is mind it, is why like, is it why Lord is of the it Rings? It's one like one ring, ring to rule them all. Why is it called Lord of the Rings? Somebody explain this to me. What's going on? Because Sarah, and I, she looks and she goes plural, and I was like plural. <laughs> There's more than one ring. <laughs> no, it is multiple rings, isn't there? I mean, all of the leaders 13. have rings. I don't know. I have a podcast about Harry Potter. I guess can't like anything but it's like else. one ring to rule them all one ring to find them because that one ring yeah. does rule all the rings oh he lorded oh. over the nine rings with his one ring <laughs>